Yuli? Yuli, can you hear me? Yuli, can you hear me? He is gone. For mm-hmm. Hello? Yuli? Are you there? Hello? I can't find him. I'm so scared. Right Maybe now. the dingo ate you, Yuli. <laughs> so he's gone, dude. Uh, Where'd he go? The, uh, <sighs> Did well, a cult take him? Uh, uh, I'm sure there was a cult. A cult while he was um, on an existential trip. Was was that the cult that R. Kelly started? Dude. Did you know? Did I, you hear I wanted that? to talk about that, that too. I've been wanting weird? to talk about that. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean. Cults, the, dude. A lot of, um, I know that's the number one thing I always say that I don't like to say, and I don't like you to say either, but. Lots happened since last time we've seen each other. <laughs> so uh, let me let me look on our app because yeah. it's uh, one. I think this is an official apology from the "You Break It, You Pot It" uh, hosts. Yes, uh, we want to one first of all thank all of you for listening, for sticking around. Yeah, for just being a part of our community. Those of you that are still here and still alive. Yes. It's uh, it's last episode came out July 11th. Holy shit! It is now August 28th. And really, I mean, July 11th. That wasn't the time that we recorded it, so that was probably so. Yeah, it came. Yeah, it was probably at least you figure maybe the ninth, and probably we, the ninth when we last recorded. And we are already on August 28th, which is so insanely it's, scary. It's almost. We've been trying to do this uh, for the last couple of weeks, but both of us have just been super busy. Yeah. Yep. I know we tried to get your uh, my brother. Try to get your brother on too, but he just started school, huh? He started school this past week. That's cool. So he's got. He was telling me about. It. He's got it. Got these hybrid classes. Um, you know the, the trans uh, trans classes. So it's kind of it's a bummer. Couldn't get him in. Yeah, I know he wants to be a, be in it. He's bugging me. He's bugging me. He wants to know when you guys are gonna do another podcast. I'm just like, dude, you know. <laughs> Does your brother talk like that? So, uh, what are you guys gonna do hey, another yeah. podcast? <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've my my wrist hurts from all this drawing that I'm doing. So, like, I want something good to listen to. Is he is he just like like just chewing tobacco all day, or what? <laughs> he's got some? <laughs> oh yeah, hey, hey, I mean, guys, you know, it's it's very interesting when, <laughs> when stuff like this happens, guys, because I, I gave up on comics. All I watch are Civil War DVDs and uh, WW2 in color. <laughs> that was the way I saw it. That was the way God <laughs> meant it. Who watches black and white now? I, I like to just stick, just stick to watching everything that's been in black and white. Uh, re- redone in color. Like, I love Lucy. Yeah, in color. <laughs> Does your, but your brother doesn't talk. No, he doesn't talk. <laughs> I was, doesn't I was trying listen. to think of, like, your brother. Your brother's like, hey, hey, what the, what, <laughs> what in tarnation's going on over here? Oh, like, he's, you, you know, he's, really uh, grinds my gears. Who's that guy that's always like, like he, uh, Lewis Black? <laughs> He's like if pa- if the PAX channel or like Hallmark came out with like, like angry comedians, <laughs> that would be like your brother right there. <laughs> Just, oh, the Jimmy Chillickers. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let me tell you about the things that really burn my gears. PAX. 
That's <laughs> what? Is PAX not a thing anymore? I don't think so. Oh, no. Is it? So. Is it Ion now? What is it? Oh, yeah, Ion. Is it's it Ion? Ion? I think it's Ion now. I was watching this really cool channel, and I was going to tell you about it. I forgot um, the name of it, but it's awesome. Al Ray? No, not Al Ray. I know that's, uh, that's uh, what's his name? Robert Rodriguez's Robert, channel. Yeah. Right? yeah, no, that uh, Al Ray is amazing. Um, what was the one that I was watching? Um I think it was a. It was one of like the local channels that okay. they put on, like you know, when you get Me the, TV. There you go, yeah, Me TV. Yeah, buddy. Me TV has some good stuff on, it's man. Ghoulie, it's Friday, crazy. If, no, Friday, Saturday nights. Yeah. Ben Gooley. Yeah. I felt okay. I was watching. What were we watching on there? Uh, it went from. It went from Vincent Price hosting a movie. What? Yeah, and then it, I forgot what movie it was because I fell asleep, and then I when I woke up. Golden Girls was on, <laughs> which is great. And then out of nowhere, I, they they showed what did they show? Walker Texas Ranger. Yeah. And I watched oh, I watched four hours of Walker Texas Ranger. And you're a big it Walker was fan. I fucking love Walker. And the, Walker the greatest fan. thing about it was like you know Rosie knows about Walker Texas Ranger, so it's no surprise her like Chuck Norris is embedded in everyone's when the eyes of yeah. Ranger are upon and it's you. weird because she has a different memory than I do of okay. it because she was like, Oh yeah, I remember when that was on when I was going, you know, out I remember when I was a kid. High school dates, <laughs> you know? And I'm over here like, I watched it with my dad when I was six or seven. <laughs> Damn, but you really, we but you really we dated her. No, I mean, whatever. But we bond we bond through that. But bonded the the kid bondage uh-huh. had never seen Walker Texas really Ranger, ever. Oh, she only knows good. about it because she loves Conan. So we we show her like the Walker Texas Ranger lever, and we laugh about you know she, her favorite thing ever. If we ever just looked at each other, it's just awkward moments. Uh-huh. I was looking and be like, Walker says I have AIDS, and we just all start laughing. It's like the funniest fucking thing ever. <laughs> so she's never seen a full on episode. Okay, and I told her kid like, get ready. This is the it's gonna most brilliant fucking thing you ever seen in your life. And then it couldn't have been at a better episode, too. Because okay. the last one had just finished, and it was this, like, pro, like, feminism that was not meant to be, but it was still, like, yeah, fuck yeah, women. But it wasn't not meant to be that. Like, you could tell, like, they weren't going for that. It just happened to be that. And it was about this guy that, I guess, had beat the shit out of his wife, and then, you know, these band of women get together and find out about it, and they... You know, since the law's not doing anything, he's protected under the law. I think he's, like, a part of the community or something like that. He's protected. Mm-hmm. So these group of women get together and say, like, no more. And basically, like, I think, get, like, trick them into going into the woods. <laughs> and then all these, like, four house moms show up. Like, okay. not, like, killers or anything. Straight up, just like, mom the minivan popped up, dude, and all of them just came out. Short and just Bob. like, no more. You're not picking on any women anymore. And they fought this dude. No I mean, not way. like. With their purses, like just swinging no up with guns, bricks. Nothing like that. He had guns. Of course. of course, he was the coward, of you know. Course. But she, the bunch of them, got their fucking asses whooped. Like <laughs> he kicked them. He kicked one girl in the fucking face. Nice. Another one was bleeding. Like the <laughs> other one was dead on the floor. Like it was so much shit that happened. And then you thought, like uh, Walker, it was it was a crazy situation because Walker's running to the woods because he finds out about this. So he's running, he's running, he can't catch up. And when he gets there. It's the la- the last thing you see is hiya, and then just fucking run this girl just mom. kicks the shit out of him, and he's on the floor, and uh. then they start going at it, and then the last thing you see is all of them like all bloody, black eyes, everything, and they're like, <laughs> and they're celebrating, and it's just a still of them all fucked up like this, and she goes, "What did we just watch?" I'm like, "This is Walker, dude." So then that nice. was that was the beginning of the next episode. 
Michael Parks was in it. Oh, okay. And Michael Parks plays this. Yeah, and it was great because I was like, dude, this guy just passed away. He's a really amazing actor. Like, watch him. He was really fun. He was the best thing in Walker. Because even when, like, he plays this guy that's like a military mercenary that was so crazy for the for the military, they, uh, they hey, dishonorably, the yeah. to ban him. Well, he's all, uh, <laughs> and then his little brother, which I mean little, he, the dude's maybe like 22. He's going to go to college, gets caught up in this arms deal. And okay. Michael Parks, you could tell, like, they try to age him down because he has, like, this jet black hair. <laughs> Makeup so you can't see the wrinkles. So he's barely like I think he's like sixty, but they want to make him right. like he's like thirty or forty or something. Like that. Wow. He's like, oh, I kill he killed my brother, so <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna find Walker and I'm gonna kill him. You know, <laughs> so you think like this dude's a mercenary? He's just gonna fucking yeah. off him, you know, sniper him or whatever. He sets up he he captures Walker, he drugs him, takes him from his house, captures him, puts him in this warehouse. He's in a tiger's cage. Nice. And he's he's in this wire and he's just he's spinning him in this tiger's cage, <laughs> and Walker's all fucking drugged up or whatever. He's just like, oh, it doesn't <laughs> feel that good, huh? Being dr- how do you know I feel my brother? You know, it's, <laughs> it's just saying some shit. But I'm like, fuck yeah, Michael Parks is amazing in this. And Walker's just like, you wait till I get out. So. He tells him, you're good, Walker. And it was like a Batman episode, dude, because he was okay. like, it was like one of those where it's like, you're good and you're too good. So instead of killing you, I'm going to joker you and I'm going to fucking put you in elaborate things of schemes and try to get you to get out. And if okay. you get out, then we'll kill you. You have my respect. Exactly. So he's fighting a fucking ninja and there's spikes on the floor. The so hell? the next person that falls on the floor dies. <laughs> there is like a fucking one where he's blindfolded. And the lights are completely turned off, and the only guy the guy has um, uh, fucking night vision goggles, so he can see him. So of course Walker, Walker like blows his fucking his dude's leg out, God, just kicks him out, takes the goggles, and then kills everybody in that room. Wow! It was the most intense episode ever. <laughs> so uh, you know Rosie's asleep; she knocked out. She didn't give a fuck about it. So we're watching it, and the kid and me are just like this, and it's like one in the morning, oh, and we nice. both have to like get up early. And we're like. We were, we were going to go to the observatory, I think. Okay. So we were going to get up early, early hike or whatever. It didn't happen because we stayed not. up till like, 3 in the fucking morning just nice. watching Walker. And it was the most amazing thing. Nice. Yes. And I can't remember what we were talking about now. Um, we were talking about Yuli. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> the cult. <laughs> Yuli's cult and R. Kelly. <laughs> Tangent number one, dude. <laughs> we're back, <laughs> folks. <laughs> Better and stronger as we could be. Yeah, but Yuli's not here. Yeah, it's okay. We'll, we'll we continue. We'll, we'll always have back. an empty yeah. seat. Yeah, when he comes him. back, he he has my blessing. Now screw that guy. Hey, hey, I'm gonna be all you Michael Parker. You have ever look who's back. It's <laughs> Yuli. Uh, it's my brother. Uh, he killed him. <laughs> Fuck, he's so good in it. I, I want you to find. I think it. I'm gonna I'll look for that one. Yeah, it's good. That one sounds funny. It's great. Well, if it's on YouTube, I'll share that, yeah. that clip to uh, our page. So what have you been up to, good sir? So since July, uh, I think a lot's, a lot's happened. A lot's happened. At least on my end where I got a promotion at work. I've been doing a lot more sketch card jobs. So I just finished up uh, Star Wars Masterworks. Oh, cool. Yeah, I saw the... Um, I saw the... Ones that you were doing, right? Yeah, those that ones? one was for the last set that came out. That was for Galactic Files. So there's oh, okay. another set that I'm that I worked on coming out for. Um, it's called Journey to the Last Jedi. 
Oh, cool. So that one, I could use scenery and everything from any of the Star Wars films, TV shows. Does it have to be accurate? Like they look accurate? for they look for uh, photorealistic, oh, but okay. people do like their cartoony. But style, I mean, like as far as like, could you put an Ewok? On like they on don't like a no. snow speeder and like no. have them drive. No, they don't. No. They don't. That's why frown upon those. Oh, okay. They fa- they frown upon that, but they frown upon things that make everything better. Right. Yeah. That's stupid. yeah. That's not looked at. But um, yeah. So there's that one coming out. I got a Walking Dead set that's going to be coming out. Terminator Two set I worked on coming out. Um, I got a set in today for like an urban legend horror shock thing. So that one I'm excited to start. That's um, cool. I got another, uh, an official Last Jedi trading card set that I'm working on next. So Can I tell you that um, I've been super impressed by your Preacher cards. Thank you, sir. It's those been, ones, they're fucking flawless. Those they're ones, really good. Those ones I'm like very like, I'm psyched for. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wanted. I think I was looking. I was thinking about it earlier today. I'm like, oh, I only did what six. Okay. So if I do two more, I'd have eight, and then I can put on the background. I can spell out preacher. Oh, that's cool. So I was thinking, ah, oh, maybe I can do kind of like the. Have you been watching the show? No, I haven't. I'm I'm behind it. I'm sorry. I've been, I'm behind it. God, dude, dang you it! Fucking no, man. Walker comes first. Everything else comes second. I'm the, still on Daredevil Pete. season two. I have no idea what goes on in fucking Jessica Jones. Shit. Still, I heard that's crap. I heard Iron, I heard Iron or fucking what's Iron his Fist. Name? I didn't even watch. Well, I heard Iron Fist. You just there. He's in a bunch of meetings all the time. Meetings all and, yeah, and I don't know. Meetings. Yeah. I didn't even bother with. I want to watch Defenders. Though. Defenders. What do you think so far? On a scale of one to ten. Yeah. 10 being the best. Okay. I give it a solid 6. Okay. That's not bad. It's it's a D. Yeah. Do you think like it's just going downhill after Daredevil? I think cuz I heard a lot of good things about Luke Cage. Luke like, Cage everyone, is phenomenal. Yeah. My only gripe was that midway through the season they switched villains. So you've got one guy and he they're setting him up and then club owner, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth. And yeah. then they set up they set up another bad guy, and then that guy ends up becoming the main villain for the rest of the uh, season. Which, okay. you know, it, it, had they maybe stuck with one or had them a, as duo where they're working together, and yeah. then they end up facing off at the end or something, and then Luke Cage has is like it's like a like a triple threat match type thing. Yeah, that to me would have been cool. But the fact that it was like you know they kind of work the way around one to then get to the other one. Yeah. And then have him be like the Luke Cage one. I was like, uh, okay. I, I, I still, uh, uh, no matter what, I still dug it. I gave it a solid, that show a solid eight. Okay. It's the rule of two, dude. It kind of yeah. kills everything. Yeah. Daredevil season one, pff, that's by far like probably Daredevil one of the best one. ones. Yeah. Season two's close. Okay. Um, loses it a little bit toward the end, but overall like. That Punisher good. trailer, have you seen it? I have not. It just came out today. It did? Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen it's it. It's fucking I know phenomenal. they released a teaser after the Defenders yeah. released. But I haven't Shows seen it. Shows them. Get Rick. Oh, yeah? Yeah, dude. Nah, yeah. He comes back. Coral! Not today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're a huge Preacher fan. 
So, you, uh, well, for those fans who listened to yes. us, like, way back when, when we had one of our first You and I episodes. Yeah. That's one of the things we talked about. It's one of the shows I was super psyched for. How and do you feel now? Dude, season one was, like, awesome. This one's, like, Season phenomenal. two, like, you read the books, right? Uh, I am behind still. I know you got mad at me about that, too, but uh, where am I at? I'm on book three, I think. Oh, so they're they're probably still in New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's it's good. Like That cast is amazing. I dude. love everybody in that cast. Every time I'll see a trailer for it, and it sucks, too, because I always want to fucking watch it, and then it's like one of those where it's like it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, Fear the Walking Dead, too, where it's uh-huh. like, oh, summer's here, and uh, you don't want to make it the lesser show. Right. But it's just like, you're like, oh, AMC's on their lesser shows right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it sucks because I know Preacher's amazing. I know Fear the Walking Dead's doing great numbers, too. But it's just kind of like I, I have no, I guess, no time to watch it. I want I don't want to say time, well, but it's like the time that I do have, mm-hmm. I don't watch it. And I end up watching things that I've already watched a billion yeah, times. Yeah, like, like for me, like, I'll, I'll make it a point to make time for those shows. All My Sundays and, and Mondays were, like, filled. Like, until, okay. like, Flash and all them start up again. But, like, as of now, like, my summer days are just Monday and, and Sundays because okay. of, you got Game of Thrones and yeah, yeah. Twin Peaks and all that. So all the other days, yeah, I'm just watching whatever. Like, I've been binge watching uh, The Office. Ah, I love The Office so, so much. Um, but, yeah, no, dude, like, Preacher. Preacher. I, I, I love how it's, like, it's so blasphemous, but it's, like, what the hell? Like. They have in this new season. They have Hitler, oh uh, cool, and you feel bad for him. It's like how do you, how do you do that? Sad. You've Hitler. got you, you. They're showing you Jesus after the Last Supper. Yeah, and he's praying for this. Like you don't realize it's Jesus. He's praying. He's supposed to be praying with this woman, or that's that's what he told his his apostles. Yeah, and there he is going through the Kama Sutra with her. Oh, shit, really? And he's like this laid-back surfer dude. He's like, yeah, you know, I got I to gotta, I gotta, I gotta split. Fucking Danzig, I got to do something dude. for my dad. Yeah. So, peace. Danzig, dude. Man, like, the lost books of the Bible, dude. That's, dude. What, that's what Danzig was reading, dude. It's like, like I, I was, like, I was watching last week's episode, and I couldn't, I couldn't look away because I knew where they were going with it. Yeah. And I was just like... Once they got there, my mind was blown. Like that's cool. I mean, it's not like it's not like Game of Thrones where it's you know they're it, they're wrapping up. Like they're 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 in the middle of their. But it's 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 show. your own satisfaction of like you know they're getting somewhere yeah. with everything. That's cool. So, I, I am gonna I am gonna take it out. I'm gonna watch dude. it. We we've been looking for another show to binge watch because like now it's the the deal of like you know we watch things kind of together because mm-hmm. that's the only fucking time that we do have. It'll, you know, I'm off work very late, so like right. I'll get home and we'll watch like a TV show together, or whatever. So, Game of Thrones is ours, and you know that's that's about it. We tried watching uh, this MMA one, but okay, um, I forgot what happened. I think we just kept falling asleep in it. Okay, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna Preacher, tell about dude. Preacher. Like that yeah. one, like uh, season one starts out a little slow, but I remember, um, I remember when we had our when uh, my fiance and I had our last kid. We were in the hospital and we're watch- and I was waiting for this one episode because the way they'd left it, it was like it was I think yeah. it was episode four, and I watched that episode like like three four times like it was it was you so entertaining. The birth of your kid, huh? You missed the birth of your kid for it? No. Oh, I thought she was like giving birth while you're all. 
Uh, no, no, it was after. Oh, so okay. like she's oh, breastfeeding, and I've got like one eye at the TV, the other eye like on her. <laughs> <laughs> Making sure she had enough ice. Making sure that she was taken care of, of course. Right. Right, I I needed to make sure, like I had to test the milk first Good to make you, sure it dude. wasn't poisonous. I mean, so that's not weird. That's your wife, dude. No, no Fuck way. It. Not weird. Whatever. Um, you're into it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, like that. The episode of or the opening for that episode, like I think it was like four or five. Yeah, it was just like it was just nonstop. Like, what the hell is going on? Um, so it was good. Like, cool. That's where I, that's when the season like just got in its groove. Yeah, because like the first two, three, they're the it's it's all exposition and setting things up as yeah. far as yeah, yeah. who these characters are, why he's got this, what are these other people doing here? I know I read uh, that they both wanted uh, Evan and Evan and Seth. They wanted to make sure that this show had a decent decent start to it because mm-hmm. of the years that it took for forever to get on air yeah. first development the movies all this other shit kevin smith you know Mm -hmm. developing it like there's so many fucking spokes to just be like turning at the same time with shit so it's just like they needed the right amount of just like like breathing room basically to like give these characters some space make sure nothing's convoluted make sure nothing's like fucking spaced up and cramped up just because they want to get like we might only have one season they said like yeah like fuck it like if we don't get another season Fuck it, we tried, yeah. but we're gonna do the best we can at storytelling because I feel like this is how we are gonna get another season. Is people yeah. are gonna watch, they're gonna start grabbing and gravitating towards it. And yeah, I've heard people too where, you know, it's it's a it's kind of a, it's it's kind of like a sleeper hit because yeah. I'll, I'll talk to people at work and they'll be like, "Man, have you seen Preacher?" And AMC used to be at the height of that, you know, mm-hmm. until like Game of Thrones and all that, but like. Now it's kind of like everyone's, you know, Walking Dead's kind of like not people. Are, people are like it's, people, it's starting to. It, it's already hit its plateau now. Starting to like it's kinda, hit the plateau, but at the same time too, it's like it's become kind of embedded in our culture now. Where it's like, oh, of course you watch Walking Dead. Why right. wouldn't you watch Walking Dead? You know, it's fucking everyone watches. Walking right. Dead. Same thing with Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Same thing with Game of Thrones. It's kind of weird if you don't watch it. Right. You know. And now it's now it's to a point of now it's like well oh cool AMC has other shows and stuff yeah. like that and, you know Into the Badlands was pretty cool I watched mm-hmm. like the first two episodes it was fucking great I wish I could have kept up with that <laughs> but um, yeah like he, they talked to me about Preacher and it's like dude there's a show on and it's like it's fucking crazy dude, and like it's like, they tell me about it and they're like yeah man it's so and it's like these rocker dudes that come in so of course yeah. they're like these old fucking like headbangers from the uh-huh. 80s are like man it's fucking metal man talk about the <laughs> devil and shit dude it's fucking cool man i was like all right relax calm yeah. down but yeah it's it, dude, it sounds so like rad. it's 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 there now so i want to i want to so check rad. it out yeah check it out like i can't recommend that enough like i love the comics like that that turned me on to garth ennis steve yeah. dylan and i was eating up everything that they were doing yeah and this is fucking amazing yeah he's an amazing person so so getting that like reading the books and then getting the show, it was like, man, like it's perfect. You know, like season one, it's it's kind of doing its own thing where it's 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 incorporating a lot of different aspects of the story that happened later on down the line. But it's doing it in a way that makes sense. So it's like you kind of you you don't care that well wait, so and so and so and so they're supposed to do that, but they don't do that until they're all the way over here. Yeah. 
And it's like that that really doesn't matter, you know? Yeah. So it's like it like the the whole season one, it's like a mixture of the first trade, but more so just like the first issue. Like they like again, they take aspects from all over the comic, but it's really only like the first like the first issue essentially. Yeah. And then it's may or maybe the first two or three. But then by by the last episode, it's where issue one starts. That's where that's where things are going for them now. So now it's like just in a high gear, like going crazy. So cool. it's so good. Um, Game of Thrones. Did you watch it? dude what'd you think because i okay so that was that was the talk about today too spoilers from here on in for everything when it comes to game of thrones whatever dude screw you guys it's the day after the last episode it's probably not gonna fucking air it's probably we're not gonna we're not gonna do this i'll i'll try and get it up by the end of this week either way fucking you should watch it (laughs) um what did you think about the season or just the last episode? Let's start with the last episode and we'll go about the season. Um, <clears throat> one, it was cool seeing all the big players in one spot. That was cool, right? <clears throat> I fucking like that. To me, that, a lot. that was that was really cool. Yeah. Um, the fact that Cersei was all for it once she once she saw the the Walker, um, but only on the sti- like she would only support on the stipulation that John had to bend the knee to her. Yeah, I was like. Damn, dude! Like, John, dude, hard. Like the the guy in in the worst spot. Like he's trying to get laid over here, but then he's got this other lady who give her army to to hook yeah. him up. You yeah. know, um, but it was cool seeing the finding out all those revelations about John. Um, that that we knew, right? All of us knew. But as far as like the characters actually. Admitting it and, and finding realizing out. now that yeah, like they know right. now, and now it's like because now it's like all of it's like oh theory yeah well is he a Targaryen yeah kind of but um, I mean we don't know for sure yeah. even though yes his, his, his you know this baby could be John or it's yeah. implied that it is but it's not really yeah so now it's like yeah no he's John. a Targaryen and it's the fucking rightful heir to the throne dude. dude. <laughs> Sansa and Arya. Okay, so that was that was the thing when that when all that started to happen. I remember like talking to various people about that and was just like, dude, Arya is a smart person. Mm-hmm. So is her sister. Her sister's seen enough shit now to you know to understand what's going on and things like that. But Littlefinger has always been a manipulator. You know? Right, he's always been the fucking you know and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it could go back to that, you know? But they always said, like, you're not that girl anymore. Right. So Sansa's not that spoiled brat anymore. Right. Arya's not that fucking naive little girl anymore. Mm-hmm. She understands the world. They both do. They've seen it from two different sides of it, but they both fucking understand it yeah. very well. 
So to have him do some shit like that and then mm-hmm. just to be like, guess what? It's on you now. Like we knew yeah. about it, especially where it's like I thought just just from that episode of like Littlefinger giving the dagger to him to to Bron or thought, to Bran and yeah and he goes like chaos is a ladder and he said that and he knew that that was from him mm-hmm. then I knew okay he's fucked like he's gonna try to kill Bran again because he knows too much right I guess it was too much heat or whatever it is but that never came to you know right happen so when Bran started laying some shit on him dude and it was like fuck he knows like, yeah you don't, don't fuck with him like yeah. he's the well now i'd rave it yeah. man and yeah he, oh i don't i don't want to say it was it was very it was a very well deserving death like i wanted because i think after joffrey and i think after um mm-hmm. ramsey yeah that ramsey one is there's hard. there's not enough i'm just like oh, fuck it do it you know but just to see him beg and know yeah. how much of a little shit he is because I fucking hate like him. Like he, like he was, he was showing his true colors. That yeah, he's a worm. He's a fucking. He's gonna do he's whatever he can. Shit. Yeah, to, to survive. And I loved it too because they're talking about like really this whole thing doesn't start until that happens with fucking Littlefinger. Like, yeah, Littlefinger started that whole thing. Like he fucking did it. Yeah, you know. So like that was that was the thing of like holy shit. Like fuck yeah, he finally got it. You know, and I was like yeah, that's awesome. And then watching it yesterday. And how, you know, Arya just fucking sliced his throat real quick. I was like, oh, man. But, like, that is the just thing to do. You know, if you Make are going to kill a person, you wouldn't torture him. You wouldn't do anything because that's not the Stark way. Yeah, you it know? falls back to what what he was teaching them when they were younger. Where it's yeah. like, if you're going to do it, you, you're the one to do it. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, you do it. You do it with your fucking house name. You do it because you need to. You don't yeah. do it because out of fucking, you know, vengeance or anything like mm-hmm. that. You do it because it's an honorable thing to do. Yeah. And, yeah, no one there, you know, would have stuck up for Littlefinger at all. Because, no. they're yeah, no he's way. a piece of shit. They all knew it. And I think that's why, too, that I, uh, the best moment, I think, of that whole show as far as, like, they, they like each other is fucking the Hound and uh, uh, Mountain. The, the the mountain oh, oh uh, the Brienne, hound and Brianna Tarth yeah. yeah that was fucking awesome just like, seeing see, that yeah. just like because I I let out a little like, oh. yeah she fucked his ass up last time oh that was so good but Not you could, yet. You, it was it was cute dude like yeah. it was a fucking great moment it was it was sweet. kind of like um like uh what is it uh, some closure to that little piece because yeah. they were, within that time they were able to kind of make amends yeah and just that that small conversation and especially no it's like you both did it because you cared about this one person. Right. And you, and you know, you got fucked up, but, like, he's he's not that person anymore. Right. She's, you know, always been that person. She always had valor. She always been, mm-hmm. like, that lady. But, yeah, like, he's he's a different person now. So you can kind of see now where it's, like, he even asked, like, oh, how's she doing kind of shit. Well, the fa- once he found out that she was still alive. Yeah. <clears throat> he kind of got Grant that. told like, her, and he was like, yeah. how is she? Yeah. You know? So... That I'm eager to see because I know they're gonna they're gonna meet next season, and he's still on her list. Oh yeah. So it's like, is she gonna finish the job or is she gonna be able to look past it and see that he was only carrying out orders? Yeah. Like he, he he it wasn't he didn't kill the butcher's boy because he wanted to. It's he was told to he by was told to yeah by the by the king or yeah. the queen or whoever yeah. it was. So it's like, damn. <clears throat> and then with. Uh, with the hand of the king, dude, or the hand of the queen. Oh, Jamie, ditching him, dude. 
But fucking good for him, dude, because it's like. I thought he was going to get. He was, the like mountain? the mountain was going to. was going to take him out. Take him out. I, I, what did what did uh what did what what did uh, the hound say to the mountain? Uh, he said he saw. Well, he pretty much told him like you're not dead. You know that's you know it. You essentially you know how you're gonna die. Yeah. Type thing, and you it's not and it's along. not this way. It's not this way. You know, so it, I think that's gonna be leading up to the hound and the mountain going head to head. What the fuck did he see in that fire? Well, after that, well, he said he saw the White Walkers. Well, I know that, but I mean, as far as like. I feel like after that time, he mm-hmm. was a believer in everything. And I think he saw more than what he, he said out loud, you know? Probably, yeah. Because after that, he's just been a whole other fucking person, yeah. you know? Like, the fact that... The better, but... Uh, what is it? Uh, like that whole, what, two episodes ago, an episode ago, when they had the... Um, when they were stuck on the ice. Yeah. And him and Tormund were kind of like going at it like verbally and then he was able to like he saved him you know yeah so i saw i thought you know seeing seeing the progression in the hound that's really cool do you think nicotero had anything to do with those with those white walkers because that that cut off one where he's just like "Ah," Uh that was like super reminiscent of like that first episode of walking dead yeah i don't know i I it looked know, unless great, he's under though. contract, so they probably just hired oh, his his yeah, uh, his Studio VFX house or something. Next, yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I think I'm uh, one thing. I am I'm like, what the heck's going on? Is with that whole Tyrion Cersei meeting? Yeah. So the way the way it went down is she is he he went over there to negotiate with her because she. It, since John didn't want to bend the knee to her, he he was trying to negotiate to so she could still be on their side and support them when at, when pretty much the humans fight yeah the 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 the, the White Walkers yeah so it, the way it ended like the way that conversation went you know he him saying he never wanted to betray the house that's never his intention yeah. And then finding out that Cersei was pregnant, and then the conversation ends, and then they're all like, okay, I'll fight for you type thing. Yeah. Um, one theory I was reading was right before he decided to go over there and talk to her, he was talking to John about um, how lie. In certain situations, just lie about it. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. They're not going to know what your honor is. Just lie to get what you want. You know, so I'm thinking that's because obviously that's what Cersei did when she said, I'm not sending any troops over there. Oh, yeah. You know, so she lied to them. But I wonder what Tyrion was able to tell her. Yeah. To get her to To even consider that and go back all the way over there to to tell them that she would lie, fight for them, you know. Yeah. Um, So one thing that people are saying is like, oh, yeah, he's going to. They're thinking he betrayed her because the way the episode ended. Yeah. With John and Daenerys, and him watching like, him. He's watching, yeah. He's, like, staring at the door. And just that look he was giving. It's not so much a look of, like, what's going on. But he has, like, a very, like, sad demeanor, a sad look to his yeah. face where it's like, did he do something? And he he feels bad for what he's doing. But, yeah. you know, kind of that mentality. So I'm, uh, I'm sure. Well, we gotta wait till next season to find out what he said. 2019, they're saying. 
Yeah, end of 2018, That's 19. crazy. Because I think they're they're going to start filming in a couple months. Yeah, they said uh, October, October or November. Yeah, they're October, November. Start. So if they if that's because they waited to film season seven, that's why it was pushed back. Well, that was like yeah, it was postponed a yeah. lot. Yeah, because because of the, of the global warming. Yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm curious. I'm curious to see when it does come out. Hopefully they can, you know, at least get it out sometime next year. But if it's any like like what they did, what they're doing with Westworld, where yeah, yeah it came out what this year, yeah, and it's not coming back until 2019. Also, probably same thing too. Yeah, because yeah. it's so expand, it's so massive. That yeah, they're well, doing. this is expensive, dude. I mean, yeah. like. Oh. HBO, I think it's uh, what it was a million per episode that they did for for, uh, not more. for Game of Thrones, if not more. And that's insane. I that's mean, why that's and crazy. That's why they cut down the um, the number of episodes they did per season. Oh yeah, from it being about ten to this one being seven and next being six. Yeah, because they're be, putting uh, so what, much more money into minutes it. Each they're, that's what they're saying that every episode is going to be long, like. Over an hour, Fuck so they're giving you ten episodes worth of content in six episodes. This one felt like it just—it was like when uh, when Daenerys came with their dragon and just mm-hmm. took out all the Lannister army. Oh, that's such a great episode! Yeah, at, at uh, House Tyrell. Mm-hmm. That that episode felt like it was like twenty minutes. Yeah, and it was all, and literally it was long. Like, yeah. It's an hour, right? Yeah, yeah. And then this one is like an hour and some change. It was like an hour. It's about to go. It felt like it was like like thirty. It went quick. Yeah, it went by so quick. And at the end of it, you're like, oh fuck, that's the end. I have to wait for this shit. And it's like they leave you on that part of just like, um, like it literally got. It's like. The White Walkers taking down the the, the, the East Watch and wall then the fucking and dr- the Ice Dragon, and you're just like, "Fuck you! This is happening." I and hope Tormund and Cleegan, or not Cleegan, uh, the the Lord of Light guys. Survive. Yeah, yeah. I hope you know. I I I'm thinking that's what's probably going to happen. They're going to survive somehow. Get like lost in the fucking rubble or some shit. Come back and like you know do something about it. But. Yeah. Holy shit, like that fucking I knew it. As soon as that dragon thing happened, I'm like, fuck, dude. Like that's that's not good. Yeah, and no. Fucked us on that. that I was, was watching that going like Game of Thrones writers, dude, you fucking know what you're doing, dude. God damn it. Cause yeah, now everyone's in a shit storm. Like yeah. everyone's gonna be well, fucked after this. Dude. Yeah, the wall's I mean, done. They're coming straight for the north mm-hmm. and there's nothing they could stop them, you know? It's gonna be crazy. Jon Snow and Daenerys Targaryen. You mean Batman and Jamie Lannister? Jon Snow's gonna Batman, be the one, dude. Dude, I watched that just going like Batman and Catwoman. Right I get all like I get all teary. I'm like, this is what fucking Batman would do. And I'm like, yeah. this fucking Jon Snow's Batman. I'm like, this fucking house surname's Wayne. I was like, this is fucking <laughs> it. And I'm watching in there. I'm just like, what are you talking about? It's fucking true. <laughs> it's so good, dude. Like, yeah. if if you didn't like Jon Snow before, like you have to be about him now. Like he's just. He is turning into a Stark, you know, like yeah. or if he he was already, but I mean, like as far as like his his valor, his his fucking demeanor, what he believes in, and shit like that, like that is the dude that you want to be on any of yeah. any of the sides, you know. One thing I did when when we as we were talking, one thing that was cool that I didn't re- well, I kind of noticed, but really didn't put any thought into it was how much Ned is still having an effect. 
on the show. You know, oh yeah, this last he, he episode, lingers that whole you know, this whole time. I th- I think that was that was really rad. Um, you did know, you uh, did you hear about the Game of Thrones sequel, uh, prequel? That yeah, they're about? yeah, that they're they're talking about doing it. You know, uh, was it like Robert's Rebellion or yeah, uh, like a Targaryen themed one or. Yeah. Um, I remember I heard one where that takes place thousands of years prior to any of this taking place. So I'd watch it. Oh yeah, fucking. If, it, if it's as good it. as it is now, yeah, yeah, you can't stop this show. It's crazy because like to have a fantasy show that does fucking numbers like this, like, yeah, it's insane, dude. And I just always think about because like you think we're nerdy, mm-hmm. ain't nothing more nerdy than fucking fantasy dudes that are like. You know, the fables dudes, the guys that read all that shit. I I knew a couple of them growing up, like, dragging crystal balls and all this other shit. And I'd be like, what is fucking wrong with you? Like, you're a nerd. I'm just just trying to drag it in my notebook, guys. They would be like, I'm making a potion. I'm like, of what? I took leaves from the fucking, like, Marcus. My friend Marcus, (laughs) he would do this shit. And it was super odd because, like, we were already past the point of, like, we shouldn't have been doing that. Right. But we were, like, 13, 14 already, and, you know, we're all punk rock and shit. And he's still that kid that's like, well, I'm going to play Pokemon, and we can listen to, like, Dead Kennedys, but I'm going to make a potion, too, because this girl I like doesn't <laughs> like me, so I'm going to make her like me. And I'd be, like, looking at him, like, I can't believe I hang out with you. Like, you're Dude. a weirdo. And then, yeah, he would buy, like, crystal balls, and he'd have those what? tie-dye shirts with dragons on it wow. and shit. So every time I would see, like, those Aragon movies or, like, or Dragonheart and all these, and, you know, everyone's like, these are cool movies. I'm like, they're fucking nerd movies, dude. Like, these are, like, fantasy nerds. And my friend would be like, yeah, but you love Batman. I'm like, fuck you. Like, you don't <laughs> understand. It's different. But props to them now, dude, because they're, yeah. they're in the spotlight now. Everyone that's, like been in love with these books or like fantasy forever like now they're the fucking rock stars yeah you know, it's coming to them like what do you know about this what do you yeah. can, what can you tell me and they're like, oh, now you want to help me huh? <laughs> so i get the pop tarts out of your beard it's like, ah, all right um twin peaks okay have you been up to um, i watched yesterday yeah. okay did you watch it yes sir what did you think i'm relieved about Coop is back. Coop is back, yeah. Dude, how long? Freaking. Were you over Dougie Jones? Ten episodes? Were you over, over him? So over I fucking I love over, Dougie Jones. I was over dude. Dougie Jones maybe within the two episodes that he was in it. The I first love two episodes. Dougie Jones. I was like, oh, man. Like, how long are they going to drag this part out? You were amongst everybody on that one. The oh. small little group I know that were, were watching Twin Peaks, they were just like, Give me a fucking break with this Dougie Jones thing. Like, just yeah. let it fucking go. And I was like, it's funny. Like, it makes me laugh. Like, you're half too quick. Yeah. You're awake now. And it is, what does he say? Make me a, you have to make me another clone. I understand. So good, dude. Uh, okay. Dougie Jones gone. Coop is back. Evil Coop is still out there. Yep. And what's her name is gone now. Diane. Diane. Yeah. yeah. And you found out this whole time she's well. Last episodes a couple of times she's been with Evil Coop. Okay, yeah. Well, my, see the thing that I I didn't really grasp okay. was if she knew he was evil or if she thought that was, was Coop. That was Coop. I don't know because that last episode where you know they shoot her and she ends up in the in the in the Black Lodge. Right. I'm. It's. It looked like she was. 
one too. Like she had one in her. Okay. Because she kind of gave that evil look, and you know, when you watch this new series, that's not Diane that we all know. She's kind of like in her own world. I she thought does... Diane was just a freaking tape recorder. He named his tape recorder Diane. That's well, what I thought. Well, you you know, well, yeah, but I mean, like, as, <laughs> <laughs> but as far as like, as far as like, you know, Coop would never associate himself with a person that would be like a piece of shit, right? So when you watch like this and like, you know. Hi, Diane. And he's she's just not being responded. She's right. very just, just cold. Negative. It kind of so reminded me of a lot of this. Yeah. Guy. And maybe she's somewhere. And maybe she needs... Because hmm. you could see when she sent that text out and the coordinates, she's like, maybe this will help. And, you know, Evil Coop's been sending her shit and all this other stuff. So it's like, maybe it's in her. And it's like still... Like, she's fighting it off. Because I think that's what happened when she was like reaching for the gun. Okay. And she's like, she's telling what happened. Like, evil Coop, you know, fucking raped her or whatever. Like right. That. And that wasn't, so maybe that his... wasn't Coop. So then she starts crying and she starts like, mm, like that. And then, like, you could see her, like, kind of, like, lose it. And then she grabs a gun again. So it's like, maybe there's, like, an internal struggle with that. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I didn't think about that. Did you know the guy that played that, that one episode um, where uh, the, what was that dude's name? Uh, the, the guy that. Puts himself on uh, the radio. Oh, aha! Uh-huh. The the one with the uh, double, yeah, with yeah, the yeah, 3D glasses or whatever, yeah. like the colored lenses. Uh huh. Oh no, no, not not him, not him, not the one that wants you to shovel the, out his of shovel. Yeah, okay. no, um, the other the that one episode where the radio. Um, ah, fuck, they're they're wandering in the woods. The like the people that were in the black lodge and they're out. Oh, the girl, the girl with the no eyes. Not the girl with no eyes. The uh, fuck. What's that guy? Oh, the the got a light. There you go. Okay. The got a light guy. Um, that guy is a Lincoln impersonator. Yeah, he, I read that after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was I, interesting. I saw him on an episode of Conan one time. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I was watching it one time, going like, "This fucking got a light guy is like terrifying," but at the same time mm-hmm. too, it's like I know him from somewhere. Right. And I was like, "He looks a lot like Lincoln <laughs> this whole time," and I was like, "Oh fuck, it's that Lincoln guy." And, yeah, I remember he was on it. He was, like, super funny. And I don't know how the fu- – like, I want to know that story. Like, how – like that thing, that, how did I that mean, happen? The thing with the show is this whole Black Lodge and everything encompassing that, I, I can't understand. Like, okay, you've got it, – it, you've got doppelgangers in there, okay. And yeah. it's the evil side of this person. Okay. But then you got like that cell membrane looking thing. Oh yeah, that thing. I was like, like what? Yeah, like what the hell yeah. is that? The fact that you need a ring to go back to the Black Lodge. Yeah, which was interesting. I don't. In the original series, did they introduce that ring? Yeah, I want to say that that was there. That's been a ring. Yeah, okay. that's been a thing for for the. But it, original. they never explained what this ring does. No, it was just always a part of Coop. Okay. Yeah, it was always just something that Coop had. But then once he gets into the like the lower depths of the Black Lodge. Yeah. You mean like the gas station part? Like the gas. Well, not even that. Like or like when they're walking through the woods and they get like deeper. No, there's that. that one episode where he was like super deep, where he was like floating. He ends up in that glass. Oh yeah, case the, that they introduced the, in the first. Yeah, episode. That, that like yeah okay. And then he's um, and then. He's like talking to that girl with no eyes. Yeah. 
like that stuff like that was like where is this going that's what i didn't I get i think well there's two episodes left right next sunday hopefully that'll get wrapped up okay if not that means more twin peaks they were saying um showtime was uh negotiating with lynch to do another season of the twin peaks revival if that happens, then that would be amazing. But mm-hmm. if not, then that just means that he wraps it up again. Yeah. And maybe all those answers will get, you know. But at the same time, too, you, he, he didn't answer a lot of shit the last he, time it got, right. it got taken off. You know, like a lot of things you watch now going, oh, fuck, I know what that is. Because uh-huh. we waited 25 years to figure exactly, out what yeah. it was. So, I mean, hopefully I just, it happens because he's not getting any younger one thing i wish is that they would have that they would have utilized more because they brought laura back oh yeah they brought back uh leland so i'm like i wish they would have utilized those two more a lot of people are saying audrey too well they've got her but a lot of people don't like what's happening yeah i I, yeah i don't like her she's just nagging and see and 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 that's what i feel too is that 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 last episode where they show her and she's just like she's freaking out and there's like that she's in that white room so i wonder yeah i wonder if everything's just in her head like majority of the stuff going on is just in her head and that's what i'm thinking is that's probably why she's like that which which there's like some sort of like she knows something but someone's keeping her from from finding out yeah. So that's why they're keeping her in this kind of like really, really hard. You know, her husband's there, but her husband's like, I'm tired. If that even is her husband. Well, yeah, but it's like she's in a situation where people are distracting her from what she has to do. And it's getting annoying for her. So that's why she's like, oh, fuck. Like, let's just fucking do it already. Right. But they're just like, oh, you know? And I think yeah. there there has to be something that's distracting her from mm. what, she's, what yeah. she's after, you know? Yeah. That one guy with the with the glove. That guy's weird. Oh, the Hulk glove? <laughs> that guy's so weird. That guy's so fucking cool, though, dude. He fucking <laughs> smashed the shit out of that one guy, dude. He's dead. He's freaking like uh, like the one guy from uh, of Mice and Men. <laughs> I broke it to him, boss. That no, one? The, the one that keeps the... No, not not uh, Len, or Not Larry? It? Not Lenny and Larry? Whatever his name They're is. They're vegan cookies? No, the one who is married to the girl... And ends up uh, uh, that uh, Lenny ends up snapping her neck. Yes, the the one who beats her. Yeah, and he, he but he keeps his hand in a leather glove full of lotion. Yeah, to keep yeah. his hand soft. Yeah, it reminds me of that. I'm gonna start doing that. Don't. I'll be that it's just guy. gonna get all rashy and chapped and uh, gross. Oh, well, never mind. That sounded cool on paper. Not on paper. Yeah, yeah. Paper in the story and the story <laughs> makes sense, but you yeah, know. Yeah, um. One of the things that you loved about this season so far, of Twin Peaks, yes. Um, I know, like you, uh, you guys are you guys are pretty much a Twin Peaks family. I know your sister watches it. You she watch she hasn't it. watched the new season because she doesn't have the cable. But uh, oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, I'm huge fan of it. I would say probably my. Oh, that's a that's a good question. I do like when they go to Twin Peaks and they're there. I don't like the whole. The the thing I like wrapping up the episode with random music. Like I get some episodes, uh, okay. but like every eighty percent of the shows, to be, that's how it ends. Yeah, you know, or so, you know. I I I think for me, it's just more so just tying up 
like showing the original characters yeah and giving them somewhat happy endings you yeah. know like Andy and and the the receptionist girl and yeah you know like they had a son and their their biggest problem is buying a chair you know a red Isn't chair that funny something. dude they're they're online yeah He's online looking up chairs and shit uh oh, their son so who's like Marlon Brando yeah um you know it's just those little things that I enjoy <laughs> it was it's, Michael Sarah right yeah that's fucking awesome but yeah I mean the the thing that was really that. I didn't like watching was when um, that one guy's son was in the car and he was all coked out and then he ends up hitting the kid. Yeah. That was like rough. That was rough. Yeah. That was rough. That was a, that was a thing that you didn't want to see. That one kid, um, which is the, the guy, the guy that has, uh, the guy that has a girlfriend that shot him or accidentally okay. shot him. The redhead. Oh, uh-huh. Okay. He's great. I like him in a lot of stuff. He plays that same weirdo kind of, mm-hmm. you know? He was in this movie called Get Out. Did you see Get Out? Yeah. Okay, he was that brother. Remember he was the brother? Okay. Okay. I didn't know that was Banshee in first class. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking up because I was going like, man, this fucking kid's disturbing. Like, he's always been disturbing, but, like, I want to know what else he's really in. a really good cokehead. Yeah, and yeah. I'm watching it going like, oh, he's just a weirdo. Like, you look up his pictures, and he's just always looking like that. But yeah. I was like, oh, fuck, he's Banshee. So at one point... He wasn't that weird looking. Right. But then as it progressed, he just looks. And I was saying like to myself, I was like, if they made a Patriot sequel or anything like that, or they tried to like re- remake the Patriot, mm-hmm. he could totally be in it. Yeah. Like he has that hair. That's just random. Put <laughs> That's pantaloons random on him. He's, <laughs> I don't know. Like, every picture I see him, he's all pale faced and shit. So it just always reminds me of like Heath Ledger, Ledger when the he's Patriot? in. Yeah, dude. Like. <laughs> I see him in pantaloons just walking around like, I need a, I need to fight this war, pod. He's like, no, you fucking stay here. He's like, nah, man, I'm doing it. <laughs> um, one of the favorite things that I love about this season is um, just the really, really obscure, crude humor that yeah. they have in it. It's yeah. really fucking on point so far. Like, it's it's been great. It's been really good. Um, some things just hit you like... It, it's one of those where it's funny that at that moment when you hear it, mm-hmm. but then you think about it like a couple minutes later, and it's like, okay, that was funny. Yeah, it was really funny. Like it sticks with you. Um, the log lady passing oh, this yeah. last episode. They gave her. They gave her good. Uh, a really good, good send off. Yeah. yeah, that was a bummer. It's crazy that um, this show took so many people, you know, from it. As far as like, I guess that happens when you have like an older cast because a lot of people passed. Mm-hmm. From Twin Peaks in general, you know that was like yeah, the, uh, the sheriff. Uh, well, the sheriff he's alive, but yeah. he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to do it. Yeah, which sucks. And that but kind of bugs me. Why wouldn't you like, though? Huh? Why wouldn't you? I, exactly. Why wouldn't you want to come back? Yeah. So I I kind of like how they're leaving it open in case there is another season and season four. Yeah. Uh, I like how they're leaving it open where. He's just been in the hospital, yeah. and he's sick. But yeah. they're good that you know once he's out, so he's got his brother holding down the fort for him. So I was like, okay, that makes that's that's cool, you know. And now we get two two uh, sheriff Trumans. Yeah, um, I like the um, I like when Dougie has the cherry pie. Oh, uh huh. And he tastes it, and you can see him go. And I'm like, <laughs> fucking say it, <laughs> it! Yeah. yeah, but. Yeah, that, that Twin Peaks has been uh, hitting me so far. It's it's been like kind of a ritual where it's like. Sun, you know, Sundays, of course, everyone's hyped up for Game of Thrones. Yeah. I'll end up watching that, you know, later with Rosie or whatever. But for sure, 
Twin Peaks yeah. Sundays have been fucking amazing too. Yeah. You get those, you get that best of both worlds where it's just like, okay, I saw this this one where it's just like completely straight to the point. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not something that I have to think about or whatever. But then Twin Peaks just hits you where you're like, holy fuck, you have to pay attention. Yeah. You have to think about shit, and it makes your mind do this, you know. Yeah. And after a Sunday, after like that's that's basically my my day to like get off. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like left the whole time. I'm just like. Fuck Monday and Tuesday, I'm just left like, oh shit, like, yeah. what happened with this? What happened with this? I wonder. You're what just thinking with... about it, yeah, maybe rewatching yeah. it. It's yeah. great. I love it. Like I, I, I love David Lynch so much, and I'm glad that this is getting like the recognition it's getting yeah. again. You know. Yeah. What other shows are you watching? Uh, Rick and Morty. Love Rick and Morty. It's been good. This, this season's season. been. I didn't watch this uh, last Sunday, but I heard they took a big stab at uh, Game of Thrones. They did. This Sunday's, yeah. No, I guess it was I like so. I read an article that said that I didn't watch the episode myself, but I don't know. No, it was good. It was more a lot more character development for them. Oh, okay. Um, but no, it was good. It was funny. I mean, it was it was it, it's. I like that they're doing like that. Like the themes are very like you like very intellectual, very you know yeah like philosophical. But then they just dumb it down so much that they're that they're just making fun of it. But it's good. Parent wise, okay. Would you let a twelve-year-old watch it? Mm, the censored version, maybe. Okay. There's a censored version. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Where? Well, like, like uh, on my box that I watch it on, it's uh-huh. like the bleeps and stuff, like, or like you have like the the curse words. I think like they'll say shit and stuff. But, yeah, yeah. But that, but other than that, like the f word. Okay. Versus like the season one that I watched on my box, yeah, and it was the uncensored. So I'm like, oh, uh, okay, like, this is so yeah, much that's, better. That's kind of harsh. Season two, it's like Ren and Stimpy when Ren and Stimpy was uncensored. Yeah. yeah, season two was was censored. So I was like, eh, I want to see the uncensored one, but for the most part, I mean, okay. 12, uh, 12, 12, 13, I, I would say because Rosie, uh, Rosie had this strict rule that Ava could not watch Family Guy at all. Like, okay, once Family Guy's on, she she already knows. Yeah, turn it off. Yeah. But then I remember one day she was asking me, I just randomly out of the blue, you know, Ava was asking, hey, do you watch Rick and Morty? And I said, yeah, I love Rick and Morty. And she goes, oh, okay. And that was it. That was the last thing she, she said. <laughs> so she did that to me uh, with my with a, with some random post. She was like, what markers are these? And I told her where I can go. And she's okay. straight to the point. She didn't give a fuck. She's, yeah, not, yeah. she's not here to talk to you. She <laughs> just wants to know <laughs> the info. Funny. Get the fuck I, out. I got to keep Exactly, out of yeah. No, she does that <laughs> shit with me all the time. Um, but... I asked her, and she goes, oh, okay, cool, and she left it alone like that. So next thing I know, I'm, I'm, I'm texting Rosie, and I'm, I'm at work, and she's like, you know, I'm asking her what she's doing. She's like, oh, we're watching Rick and Morty. I'm like, really? What? Like, you're watching Rick and Morty? She goes, yeah, well, the kid has it on. I'm like, you're letting her watch Rick and Morty? I started laughing. I'm like, I was like, you tell the kid she can't watch Family Guy. And she mm-hmm. goes, yeah, I know. I'm like, you let her watch Rick and Morty, though? She goes, yeah. And she goes, it's so much worse. She's no, it's not. It's like, dude, so much worse. So, so she's is she, she kind of watching it? She's doing this in the background. Yeah, and she's hearing oh, it. She's okay. not really paying attention, so she's just like, oh, whatever, you know, <laughs> right? Falling asleep, uh-huh. Ava's up, you know, that's what happens. But <laughs> we were there, and I'm like, let's all sit down and watch an episode of Rick and Morty. And she's just like, oh my god, <laughs> this is, and I'm, and me and her are just like ah, laughing, <laughs> yeah. and we're loving it. So she's like. Whatever. She can handle it. Wow. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck it. Cool. That's cool. So Pickle Rick episode happens, right? Yes. We watch it together. Rosie's, Rosie's completely knocked out. 
me and her just yelling at the point, pickle rick we're just yelling we we're so excited about that episode so then it gets to a point of like you know we finally tell rosie like fuck you have a day off you know you're not doing anything today watch the goddamn pickle rick episode like you'll love uh-huh. it so she watched it and she's like it was pretty amazing it was pretty <laughs> it was so good. then we start watching it now and like we watched <laughs> you watch that one where it's the, the last one where the um they pick up uh morty's dad okay and he's just like, "Are you gonna kill me?" He goes, "Jesus, you really need you really need a win." I was like, "The funniest <laughs> fucking thing ever, dude!" But that was an amazing episode too. And it's just, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I want to say that I was watching South Park, and I was I was watching South Park way before I was twelve. Okay, so I I didn't get it, but I did it. I did at the same time. Yeah. So a lot of the shit where like they do like blowjob jokes or they do like you know like, right sh- anal jokes or whatever, I look. Like I, I, you know, both of us go like this, and we like look right at the kid, and we don't laugh. We're like we, we hold it in. You wait, like, you wait to see if she. Yeah, because she's a it. smart kid, yeah. and she knows like if we laugh about you know sex jokes, chances are we're having sex. You know, so she's she knows already. So we, we it's kind of like a weird thing to watch it together. But see, I remember when I was growing up, I really. There were some shows that I couldn't watch, others that were okay. But I remember, like, South Park, that being one, just because we didn't have Kate or we didn't have that channel. Yeah. So, no, we did. We did, and for whatever reason, I couldn't watch it. Okay. But I would see my dad watching it from time to time. Oh, okay. But I just, I didn't, I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe, I figure, it's like, when I'm older. And then when I grew, you were a good kid. You, well, fit, you, well, no, you but thought like, that I would though? watch Family Guy. I would watch like no. I mean, but I mean, as far as like you respected your dad to be like, look, he told me not to watch it, and I'm not well because watch I it. mean, one, I didn't have a, uh, like it. W- it wasn't until like high school or so when that you I had, had a cable t- box. Yeah, that you had your own. TV you know, and, yeah. So it was, it was, it was. You know, it was stuff like that where yeah. it wasn't a big deal. You, you were know? watching packs. I was watching packs. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> touched by an angel, dude. <laughs> he touched me here. <laughs> oh, wait, that's wrong. Touched by an angel. <laughs> Gabriel did it. <laughs> Lucifer was so Gabriel. nice to me. <laughs> no, it's him. <laughs> but uh, no, I remember not. You know, not being able to watch that one. But yeah, because Family Guy was on regular TV. Oh, okay, I can watch that. Yeah. And I remember when it first started up. I w- I would watch it. I didn't. I remember not understanding most of the jokes, but I did. I did catch on to the fact that oh, okay, they make a joke and then they show it. You know, they'll reference it. Yeah, yeah. And then you see the joke and you laugh or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But now it's just like I. I don't even have the desire to watch it. It's I just because either. it's just so much. I don't know if it's because it's just so much of the repeti- repetitive. It is. Joke it's the same telling, thing. Yeah. You know, but like, give give me Rick and Morty. Give me a. Uh, um, like well, it's not a cartoon, but um, but is it uh, like your pretty face is going to hell? Yeah, you know, like I think Adult Swim does a great job with their with their cartoons. You know, yeah, yeah Fox they've got Bob's Burgers. They had King of the Hill. Yeah, you know, but did you hear about that? What King of the Hills might be coming back? No, that's what I heard. No, I forgot who's don't the, BS me. No, I forgot who's the famous. Uh, Famous face behind that's that's uh, trying to bring back King of the Hill. I Don't was reading. BS me. I was reading a article about it. Don't do it. Don't do. Because now I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna be searching this stuff. You find it, Zeke? 
King of the Hill may be revived at Fox. Uh, CEO uh, has had conversations with creator Greg Daniels and Mike Judge. Uh, I would like to explore that. We had a very preliminary conversation given what's going on in the country. They had a point of view about how those characters would respond. But again, it was one meeting, and I hope to revisit it. That would be cool. Yes. I forgot who was uh, some fucking famous guy. Was it, it was? I forgot what it was, but it was like it, it was like kind of like a big news where I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, hmm. that he was going to be like the showrunner of it. Because I thought he was doing a different show. Was it Mike Judge? When he do is Mike he Judge doing is doing uh, Silicon Valley still. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I don't know if he's doing anything else, but that uh, show's been pretty good. I be, I watched like some of the first season. Then I'm I uh, fell out of it. I'm a season behind, but I love love Silicon Valley. I think it's a really smart show. Uh, I've been wanting to watch Insecure. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, yeah. I heard it's really funny though. Uh, Ooh, and this was as of the start of this month. King of the Hill. The King of the Hill news. That would be awesome because, like, that's one show, you know, my family always goes back to. And, like, we can – we will just sit there and watch, you know. I need, I need that on DVD. I, I yeah. slept on it because I was so used to just it being on Netflix. Uh-huh. I used to watch it all the fucking time. See, I burned I, through that whole series so much, dude. I love King of the Hill. Yeah. I need – yeah, I need, to, I need to watch that one again. It's amazing. Because we'll I just still watch say random like, shows. I still say We Matanya for everything. We Matanya, I need to catch up. We Matanya, I don't Wimitanye. know you. <laughs> When he gets the gout, you remember that one? He eats the sandwich. He loves it so much. He gets the gout from it. Ah, that show's so good. My favorite, probably one of my favorite episodes, is when uh, Peggy Hill meets the um, the drag queen. Oh, uh huh. And they share the same uh, shoe size, <laughs> and they figure he, they, they figure out they were drag queens or whatever. Yeah. But, but Hank still talks to him like he knows her. <laughs> That's so fucking good, dude. I miss King of the Hill. It, King of the Hill would be a perfect fucking thing for for right now, especially what they what they did say was true. It's like yeah, you know, that'd be awesome. It'd be amazing to especially, have. Especially yeah, just seeing how those characters, especially like if they were in today's world, how would that how would that affect them? You know, yeah. you know, maybe obviously they're, it's they're gonna poke fun at it, but you know, how much is it being? <laughs> would it be poked fun at? For sure, know? Hank has to be a Trump supporter. Hmm. See, now we're getting controversial. I think he would be, though. Because remember, he would always talk about Ronald Reagan and how, like, <laughs> George Bush was the greatest president ever. Not George W., but George, George Bush. Bush. And, yeah, and he would always, like, talk about how, like, great, you know, he was. And don't talk about Dwight D. Eisenhower in front See, of him. And- I th- but I think they got to do it, though, in a way where it's still you're still going to like it. Yeah. Uh, but then you're not going to be angry with... Well, the direction they take characters. The way that I, I feel like they can do that is that, you know, Hank Hill has already had that that character um, analysis of him that he's like this Texas boy. Like, that's right. what he is. He's a Texan. And this is what he does. He does propane and propane accessories. Yeah. And, and he does everything by the book and don't fucking do anything else out of it, you know. But that because of that, the first thing you do is you support a person like Trump. Mm-hmm. But then... You find out, like, of course, like he always does with shit like that, where he just, and you find out all the terrible (laughs) shit that he's doing, then now he's fucked because, like, you know, and then it turns into this whole thing of, like, you know, 
these these hippies come through from Austin and uh-huh. like, trash his house <laughs> or something. You know, whatever it is that right. like he has his little picket, you know, things or whatever. So like he can do something like that to a point of like hmm. he does learn his ways or he does like understand like you know what happens right. because of his nature and because of his good ways and his good old boy talk that like he's just automatically pushed into this like republican Mm -hmm. you know everything's fine kind of deal right don't talk bad about the president and him being like and that other guy (laughs) you know (laughs) like just him just like not really acknowledging like what happened like the last like couple years right yeah so it'd be interesting it'd be great dude it'd be super great uh movie news movie news the emoji movie was fantastic this year did you see it I did not. I thought for sure you would have seen it. But I heard one guy really enjoyed it. What happened? So there's this article I uh, I was reading. Okay. About the Emoji Movie, which uh, when it debuted. Um, it got, I think, a 0% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, shit. It was, bad? like, critically panned. Uh, it was just terrible. So, but one guy, again, really enjoyed it. Uh, the Emoji Movie audience member allegedly pleasured himself during <laughs> screening in New Jersey. Oh, my God. So, New Jersey man is being investigated for allegedly touching himself at a movie theater while watching the children's film, The Emoji Movie. Okay. A mother with her child at the, the Escape Movie Theater on Route 9 allegedly saw the suspect with his hands in his pants during a showing of the film. Uh, the woman told law enforcement officials that the man was seated alone in the back row of the theater. The mother reported the incident to the manager at the theater who promptly asked the man to leave. After turning home, the woman then called the police. The Emoji Movie is an animated flick that was voiced by stars uh, including T.J. Miller, James Corden, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So she called the cops when she saw him sitting in the back row with his hands down his pants. I mean, who doesn't have their hand down their pants? It's comfortable. It's warm, especially on a cold morn. I love Albany. Summer morn. We're the Al Bundy generation. It's just <laughs> fucking... It happens, dude. I don't uh, know. It looks comfortable. That's fucking weird. I know. So he's he's arrested? They, they well, that's, else he's being it? investigated. Oh, so. okay. They don't, yeah. have, they don't have cameras in movie theaters, right? No, because then they'd be pirating the, their own films. That's fucking right. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's the reason why. I always thought about that, too, where it's like, you know, yeah, like when people were like, yeah, like, you know, this could have been avoided, you know, all the movie theater mm-hmm. things that happen. You know, if we would have just put cameras in there. But I'm thinking, why haven't they? It's a fucking perfect example. Yeah, that's yeah, movie industry going like, look, we want to stop this, but not that bad. Like, <laughs> we want fucking money. Don't be fucking stealing our shit. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, any movies you're excited about? Um, I'm more curious for the Justice League film. Okay. The fact that we're about what? comes out November. Oh, shit, it does, yeah. We're a couple months away. We're starting September, yeah. so in essentially three months. Wow. And it's they're still filming. Quick. And oh, they're shit, still they filming are. this film. Yeah, yeah that's So I'm that's curious to see what they do with it, how it goes. Yeah. You know, because they, they've pretty much made this movie maybe two to three times already. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I wonder what the original cuts look like. I have to have the Rogue One faith, dude. Just like they I, know what they're doing, and you've got to. But yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think I have at this point. I have more faith for the Han Solo film because that's still a ways out. 
than this Justice League film. He's been teasing that shit like crazy. Ron Howard? Yeah, yeah. where he's just like, look who's fucking on this shit. Like, I, it's, it's me. Got my fucking Willow Redemption, and I'm coming <laughs> for it, dude. Like, he's ready, man. Especially yeah. where, like, my favorite thing about that is he put his brother in it. Yes. I fucking love him. Yes. Dude. The ice cream man. <laughs> that's where I know him from, dude. And yeah. then that episode of Seinfeld where he's a serial killer. Uh-huh. That tips well. Oh, uh-huh. It's the best. No, oh. I, I always think of uh, uh, Waterboy. <laughs> I'm not what you would call. I'm not what you would call. A good-looking man. <laughs> I wasn't blessed. Or no, I'm not a smart man. I, was, yeah. I wasn't blessed with, with looks. Char. It's <laughs> like trying to reach a groper. <laughs> Fuck. I said Joe Montana. <laughs> the actor? I love him, dude. <laughs> Joe Montana. Oh, Joe Montana is a quarterback, oh. you asshole. <laughs> I said Joe Montana. <laughs> Good for him, man. Yeah. That's cool. Remember, um, MTV gave him a Lifetime Achievement Award. They did? Yeah. The it brother? Was, yeah. No. Clint Howard, know. yeah. It was the best thing I've ever seen. I can't remember. It was an early one because I remember I was still young. Uh, I had to be maybe if middle school. But, yeah, they gave him, like, the Lifetime Achievement Award, and it was fucking awesome. Wow. Yeah, they showed his, like, body of work, and it was all these, like, Apollo B, 13. All these B movies, dude. Like, they Star only Trek, showed, like, a couple of them. Yeah, but kid. it was only these B movies, dude. Of course. Yeah. He's great. I'm not what you would call a talented actor. He's great, dude. <laughs> I love him so much. He could have, I think, oh, yeah, he was in uh, um, that thing you do. He was? Yeah, remember he plays one of the jazz DJs? Oh, where he uh-huh. goes, got Dale Paxton. Yeah. <laughs> we played that in the school band, man. We had Dale Paxton's school band. That's wild, man. You know, he so was good. in. Uh, the Rob Zombie Halloween remake. What does he do? He's some random small character. Okay. I think he's like a police detective after Michael escapes from the uh, the the uh, uh, institution that okay. he's in. I need to watch those movies yeah, again, dude. The, honestly, from the Rob Zombie ones, I'd wa- I'd rewatch the first one. You didn't, second, you didn't like to? The second one was okay. Okay. I The one thing that I hated was the fact that they did that whole switch. Like, 30, 30 minutes into the film, they're giving you Halloween 2 from the original film, a remake of Halloween 2 now. And then it switches to something completely different. Okay. They should have just gone with something completely different and not... Not bring in that one. Not bring in the they other They should have did Season of the Witch, dude. <laughs> that one's great. Yeah. I love that one. I, see, that that's one I haven't seen. It's, I don't think it I've has nothing to do with Michael Myers. Oh, I yeah, the, see, I remember reading an article where they were talking about how uh, John Carpenter Carpenter envisioned the Halloween series being an anthology movie series. Oh, yeah, instead of you just... You maybe do two films that tie in together. Yeah. But then the next set of films completely totally different. different. Yeah, that would have worked. Yeah. They were, they were talking about that, too, of how, like, um, all these iconic movie characters and stuff, like, some of them don't really get their starts until, like, later on when, like, right. they make, like, three or four or five well, or six. Well, like, Jason. Yeah. He wasn't the, the star of his film at all yeah, until the second one. And then at the end of the second one when he gets his, his mask. Yeah. So. That's funny. Um, it. How do you feel about It? Dude. Are you excited? So, a couple weeks ago, uh-huh. we went to go see the Annabelle sequel. Oh, how is it? So I hadn't seen the first one. Okay. So we went to see – so I watched the first one the night before, 
and was was freaked out by it. Was like, okay. freaked out. Saw the 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 sequel, and the thing I liked the most was how they tied it into the Conjuring. The, the well, they do hints for for the other Conjuring's uh, oh, okay. spinoffs. Yeah, but just the way, the, just the continuity in tying it into the original, the the first Annabelle film, um, was like pff, blew my mind. I so love that that's, that's doing what I that love. Now. When movies get it, do that and get it, people care right. now. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. After that was comic so good. book movies just changed everything for everyone. That everyone, they know everyone wants continuity now. Yeah, like, it makes sense. Just, just see, just like the little Easter eggs they threw in, the actors that they brought in that were in the first film, where things don't go too good for those for those characters. It was like that was rad. That's cool. So, uh, but <clears throat> before the film started. They did a clip from the film It, okay. where uh, if you've seen the original, there's that scene where George makes his his paper bow. My bow, my bow. It yeah. takes off. He has that that quick interaction with it in the sewer, yeah. and then he's gone. So they, it's that scene that they that they show, and man, it's terrifying. He's, he's like, take it. He's take so it. creepy. I uh, I heard he's in the running of just like being another like. Freddy, or Dude, like he's just insanely if they good, do it right? Yeah, I'm sure that they could. The, well, I'm, I think from what I heard, they're gonna do a sequel to it where it's now the kids are now grown up. Cool. So they're they're breaking up into two films, but yeah. like there's that there's a, as he's talking to to little Georgie, he's just staring at him, and his he, as he's talking, he's just slobbering, you know. So to me, it was just so creepy the fact that he knows what he's gonna do. He's going to kill and eat this little kid. Yeah. He's going to do whatever he wants to this little kid. Yeah. And he cannot wait. Just the idea of what he's going to do to this yeah. kid has him salivating so much. Like, that was so yeah. creepy. That's crazy. And, yeah, just hearing him talk. It was. It is a little, like, funny. Um, but it's also creepy. Like, yeah. it's, it's like, I don't, like, it's, it doesn't fit, but then it does fit. But then it's, like, it's creepy in yeah. a good way. Um like there, at one point in the scene, he's just staring at him, and he's just got this blank stare, and you're you're just like, I I caught myself thinking, what is he, th- what's going through his mind at this moment, yeah. you know, because it's it, it was it was that whole part where he's salivating and then his face just goes blank, and he has to like like he's getting off, on talking to this kid and thinking about what he's going to do to this yeah. kid. So he, like, has to snap himself out of it, and he ke- keeps talking to him. So, man, like... It looks good. It looks I heard, really uh, good. I was reading the reviews, early reviews. Early reviews. Everyone says that it's uh, it's amazing. Yeah. Like, it's really good, and he's terrifying, and, like, the Losers Club is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, everyone did a good job on it. I'm glad, because... I was rewatching the other one. The sci- it was on Sci-Fi the other night. Okay, I was rewatching it, and it's it's still good. I love it. Like right. I love it. Like it terrified me as a kid. I think it terrified every fucking buddy yeah. as a kid. And to realize like later on that oh this was a TV movie. Like this wasn't even a fucking, so fucking long. It's insane. It's like four hours. It's like four hours. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think 
everyone's ready now because this is the generation that got scared and terrified by clowns yeah. because of fucking well, freaking last year that whole clown epidemic oh and i remember i told you i was the one that was like patrolling neighborhoods going like <laughs> man i can't wait to fucking find me a clown beat the shit out of one dude like i can't stand clowns like, well, i can't do them the uh did you see the trailer for the new american horror story season yeah the cult one where it's tying into the election, but then it's got these killer clowns. So yeah. it's it's going to be interesting to see how, you know, it's because it's going to be super relevant, you yeah. know, to, to what's good. going on today. It's so. really good. I want to watch I, that. I, I didn't finish the Roanoke season. I I, got, I watched like, like maybe two midway. episodes in. I got midway. It was it, it got it got better. Like yeah. it kind of starts out slow, but it gets better. I stopped caring. Um, the hotel. I didn't even. I got through maybe. Two, three episodes. Yeah. And then I just kind of fell out of it. It does what every every season does. Like, it starts off very well. It starts mm-hmm. off with, a, like, a bang. And then it just fucking slowly dies. Yeah. And it just doesn't pay off. Like Even the that, Carnival. I didn't finish the Carnival season. I only watched, like, two episodes from that one. And I could care less It was creepy. It. it was creepy. Yeah? I yeah. just didn't care for it. Like, I, I loved... I, the one thing I love about the first season... Is that it's so noir and like mm-hmm. murder mystery? Yeah, and that's what I love. Like I love all those. Like I love reading old novels like that and stuff like that. But it had a good sense of like it knew what horror was. Like okay. it knew yeah. what the genre was, and it knew what it was doing without being corny or anything. Like it gave it gave it the right amount. Then I didn't watch Asylum. Then I watched uh, Witches one. Witches one, yeah. The, the witch, witch season was yeah. Good. That one was great. I love that one. And then after that, it's kind of just like, eh, I didn't care about them that much, yeah. you know? And the, this this hotel one was great because that first episode's super tight. Where yeah. It's, it's that perfect montage of, like, them watching uh, Dracula. She Wants Revenge. And she Wants Revenge, just playing yeah. in the background. It's like a perfect amount of, like, sexiness to it. Yeah. It fucking gets you to where you need to be. And then it just, of course, like anything, it fucking pitters out. Yeah. It I just mean. It doesn't do anything. For me, because, well, I, in one of our previous episodes, those of you who listen and are devout followers, thank you very much, who uh, Potomites. Um, I just made up that term. Potomite? Potomites. <laughs> you, you, you break it, you potters. Um, Potty-yots. Potty-yons. <laughs> P- P-D-yons. At, uh, when we went to Universal Studios uh, Horror Nights last year, yeah. they had the, uh, the, the maze, and they were showing clips from, the f- from all the seasons. But, in, but when they got to, like, the hotel one, they had a guy who, was, who, who designed and built the hotel – he was his soul was trapped in the hotel, but he was like an H. H. Holmes. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, uh, okay, I can see that. It was Evan Peters who was yeah, like the yeah. H. H. Holmes. I remember that, yeah, because that so was like, when they had uh, they had that dinner with like John Wayne Gacy. And see, I didn't even I didn't even get that far. Into oh that yeah, season. no, he he's the he's the sole proprietor of that hotel. He goes out and tells people to kill him for his bidding because okay. he's you know makes deals with devils and shit. Oh, like that. okay. So like that was the whole deal, but. He has this dinner that it was so fucking funny because like the dude that's like investigating, he's like the cop that's there right. in the hotel. He's uh, he gets invited to this dinner, shows up, and of course it's like the owner of the hotel, <clears throat> John Wayne Gacy, hmm. uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, Richard Ramirez, and what? they all just like hang out and fucking party together. And that know. was like the what dinner, the and it was just like. This is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> this is so dumb. Yeah. But I was like, whatever, dude. They had to get to that, and it's it's okay, I guess. But huh. I guess everyone at, at one point stayed in that hotel 
to like get away from. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. So I just kind of yeah. I mean, again, I kind of just like fell out of that. Season, I'm waiting on them. Like, it, it, I know it's never probably going to be appropriate in our lifetime, just because there are people that are still living kind of through that. But uh-huh. I'm waiting for them to do like a Richard Ramirez. TV show, we'll like see, a mini series. They're doing well. They uh, Lifetime did a Richard Ramirez. What's called like Stalker, Night Stalker, Night Stalker movie. Oh, really? With uh, Lifetime did it. I think Lifetime or someone with a uh, freaking uh, La Bamba. Um, oh, he was. Uh, he was Lee, Richard Ramirez. Lou Diamond Phillips. Ugh, I don't want to watch it. No, honestly, we I, we watched it. It, it was, was terrifying. Good. Yeah, it was. Re- he was creepy. That I'll watch one was it. really good. The whole thing, I'll just, I'll keep looking. I'm just being like, when, when. <laughs> no, he, the way he transformed himself, he's got like those, the he's got those sunken in dead, creepy eyes. Okay, yeah. So they kind of cut between him growing up and then now. Okay. It's it's through the eyes of a reporter who's in, oh, who's, okay. who's talking to him kind of like toward the end of his life. You say it was on Lifetime? Yeah. Okay. I think so, I'm yeah. I'm check it out. It was good. It was really good. Um. That one, uh, they're doing a Menendez Brothers show. Oh, really? I, I think it's the people who did uh, the OJ who, one. No, um, uh, Law and Order. Oh shit! Okay, it comes so. out at the end of next month on Channel Four or on oh, well, wow. or okay. on, on NBC. NBC. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it's got uh, the the girl, the wife from uh, I think Nurse Jackie. Okay. Dd gg. Yeah. The girl from Sopranos? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, her as, like, their their defense lawyer. Okay. Uh, there's a trailer for it that came out. It looks good. But Every time I think of Eric Menendez or any of the Menendez brothers, tell me. Tell me you're reading my mind. <laughs> when he's when he's crying on the stand. Or... No, do you cable guy? No. <laughs> <laughs> when it's Ben Stiller? Oh, it's so good. Because no. forever I was like, fucking Menendez Brothers? Like, that's crazy. No, nah, there's, there's this podcast I listen to. Uh, it's a true crime one. And oh, yeah, yeah. And also do, like, like, uh, like uh, creepypastas yeah. or, like, uh, alien stories or haunting. Um, it's called Last Podcast on the Left. I've yeah. mentioned it before. Yeah. But they do uh, a series of, of episodes on the Menendez Brothers, on, on them. Oh, okay. And it's very – it's – it's really. It came out right around the time ABC did their like uh, Dateline on the Menendez oh, brothers okay. or something like that. Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, ABC did like their, a retrospective, yeah. looking back at like whatever. Um, and it's it's interesting to see the media, the how the media portrayed it and and how they they present it in their TV special, versus how these guys take the facts and tell them tell the facts the way they are. Okay. There's no spin. There's no, you know, the, you know, any any hints that they may get. Yes, they tell that to you, but they they they, they give you both sides of the coin. Okay. So you're see you're they they try and get you to see the full picture. So hearing that and then watching the show was really interesting because they they like the big thing for them was that for the for the Menendez brothers in their trial was saying that their dad molested them and did yeah, all these yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. They were the victims, basically. They had to do it. Versus um, in the podcast where, yeah, they talk about it, but then they give the reasons as to how, yeah, it could have happened, but why they think – they give so much evidence as to why they think it didn't – that never happened. They yeah, just yeah. use that as, as, uh, as a way to try and – Get out of it. Justify yeah. Get out of why they killed their, their yeah. parents. 
So it w- it's really interesting. I would highly recommend listening to that if you're if you're into like the true crime stuff. Okay. Um, that that podcast, like I I kind of jumped in here and there, but then now it's like a weekly thing for me. I'm That's like, cool. I I'm gonna it. I'm gonna definitely start listening to it again because I know we started doing like book on tape and stuff. Okay. Just because you know why not. So I've been reading a lot of like murder mysteries and stuff yeah, like that, and like files, FBI files. And things Check like out that. Um, uh, Van uh, Up and Vanished. Okay. Uh, that one, that one covers. Uh, it's it's this uh, amateur documentary filmmaker who wants to who wants to do some who wants he wants to do a story. The way, like, the podcast Serial, if you've ever listened to that. Yeah, yeah. The way they break down a case and, you know, and, and just present it. So he finds uh, a missing case, a, a missing person's case, <clears throat> and just starts starts putting feelers out on the web and starts getting hits back. And one of these people who, co- who reaches out to him is a private investigator who worked closely with the family on trying to figure out what happened to this girl. Um, it takes like the whole thing takes place uh, in Atlanta oh, okay. or in Georgia anyway. So uh, that one was surprisingly interesting. Where they they kind of did other episodes in between where it was a bit you know it's like you know just presenting all this other case evidence and stuff. But like the the main episodes, the main the main story ones are actually like pretty good. Okay. You know they they may reference like a, a case a case evidence episode where you can go back and listen to it. Yeah. But just see, hearing it unravel, like, I think they just had, like, their season one finale, like, a couple weeks ago. Oh, cool. But it was really good. That one I was surprised with. I've been on the lighter side of things lately. Uh, I've been what I'm listening to, Too Dark? No, but it's just, <laughs> like, I, I uh, one of the dudes that came in, he works on this podcast. We were exchanging podcasts, and we were talking about you what You tell him about this one, right? Yeah. So I was telling him, like, he goes, yeah, we don't really know what we're doing. Like, I, we're, like... 30 episodes in, we still don't know what the fuck we're doing. Oh. We just talk. And he's like, yeah, it's fun. I'm like, but you have a format. His um, his thing was he came in because he had a big ponytail, like long-ass ponytail. Nice. Looking to get a cut, yeah. It's like, ah, it's been years. i just finally looking to get a cut. He has this uh, podcast that's actually really fucking good, and it's called uh, Tales from the Jungle Cruise. Okay. And his the thing is, is like they interview people past and present, uh, that used to work at Disneyland okay. or works at Disneyland now. So he has anybody that worked in the 50s. He tracks wow. all these people down. So they, they tell him stories. How do they get involved with the park? How's the park? Blah, blah, blah. You know, all this other shit. So it's interesting. It's fucking great, That's dude. Really Listen, interesting. Tales from the Jungle Cruise. And it's huh. it's a really good podcast. So he got it cut off because he's actually going back to work for Disney. Really? Yeah. So he's so like, you, you know, the podcast. exactly. So oh, he's like, sucks. this is going to be my farewell. But like, we have a pretty big following. We have about like, you know, he said like 200,000 subscribers. Wow, that's like that. really so yeah, he's really big. So he's like, you know, this is going to be the big reveal just to show him that I am going back to work and I'm going to be off the podcast. So, like, they're going to continue without me, but, like, I am going to be in the company now again. Okay. Like, oh, that's fucking cool. So, yeah, really nice guy I met, and he was telling me about that podcast. So if you want to check that out. Yeah, I'll check that one out. Yeah. Tales from cool. the Jungle Cruise. Um, do you like Batman? Yeah, he's okay. Yeah? Yuli loved Batman. I become who? Yuli did. He loved Batman. Said it was his Where'd favorite. I don't know. Maybe he took off fell like off a this cliff. Movie. He's <laughs> Fifteen things you never knew about Joel Schumacher's failed third Batman movie. Nice. So apparently, because we were of the generation of the Batman and Robin, and uh, basically killed or killed the fucking franchise for a while. 
Uh, I know you and I watched it, right? Of course. Did you watch it in the theater? No. I remember my friends going to see it. I wanted to, okay. but I didn't. Um, they told me it was bad, though. Yeah. They knew already by the time? Uh, no. One of, one of my friend, well, like a friend slash a friend of me, I should say. Oh, okay. Uh, he went to go see it, and yeah, he's like, oh, Robin just cries too much. Really? At that age, he was already critiquing that movie? Because yeah. I, w- I guess I was so stupid still at that age where I was just like, hey, baby, hey. You know, uh, I didn't uh, give a fuck. I was, what, 97? How, how old? Uh, what grade was I? It was, yeah, it was right around 97. I think it was like sixth grade. No, dude, we were in fucking sixth grade, 97. Uh, no, fifth grade. Fifth grade. I was in kindergarten, maybe 94. 88, 89, 90, 91, Wait, 92, 93, 94. So 94, we were 7. 94, we were 7. So oh, like third, fourth grade. Yeah. Yeah. So we're still little shits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But will we fucking know? I don't know. Like, I don't I think don't, I, I knew. Uh, well, for, for him, who's for him to know. <laughs> he was a cineast at that time. I He's guess, like, yeah. fucking try. He was a cinephile. This is terrible. How dare they? Huh. Like, have you seen Heat? <laughs> that is an amazing movie. Um, okay, so might be hard to believe now, but once upon a time, Warner Brothers was so excited about Batman and Robin that they greenlit a third jo- uh, Joel Schumacher Batman movie while the second was still being shot. Director has since admitted his ill-filled Batman sequel was mostly made so the studio could sell toys, and he has since apologized to the fans who were upset by it. Which being weird, too, because Joel Schumacher was the man that did Falling Down. And falling down is super fucking brutal and violent. Uh, Schumacher was still gung-ho about making a third movie, which he wanted to be much darker than his previous entries. The script was titled Batman Unchained. Though, fa- uh, though fans also know the project as Batman Triumphant, it was developed while Schumacher worked on Batman and Robin with the intention of it having it ready to go for summer 1999. So 1999 really? would have been a new Batman movie. Uh, the project was coming along well until the famously toxic reaction to Batman and, and Robin hit, with the shock studio halting any future sequels while they decided to do next. Over the years, various stories have come out about this abandoned script, including story details, potential castings, and surprise cameos. Here are 15 things you didn't know about Jum- uh, Schumacher's Batman Unchained. Okay. See, I remember. See, I, I don't know. I think we talked about it. The one that comes to my mind was called Batman Triumphant. Yeah, and that's what they were saying. It was like that was the other name for it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the Batman Triumphant was another name for it. They just didn't know if it was going to be Triumphant or Unchained, but those were the both. Unchained. Nothing stays the same. Unchained. <laughs> that was good. Harley Quinn would have been the Joker's daughter. Harley Quinn started life as a henchman episode, but quickly fandom grew around the character. Uh, Harley would have been one of two villains faced in Batman Unchained. She is uh, retconned to become the uh, Joker's uh, daughter instead of his girlfriend. Been a toy maker in this version. She teams up with the Scarecrow in order to take revenge on Bruce Wayne and Batman for her father's death. Ah. That doesn't sound too bad, though. Like, in a 1999 world where you have Scarecrow being in the next villain. Okay. Okay, I could see that. Toymaker? Like, that's kind of cool. Like, it could be kind of fucking metal at the same time. So, compared to all the the villains that they did have, Scarecrow most likely would have been the most obvious choice. Okay. The fact that they've got the Harley Quinn as his daughter... 
That's they kind could, of they could they could have easily worked it into where one of the girls that he that he the those models that he uh, love that Joker yeah that yeah. he poisoned they could have survived somehow and they would have been affected by his smilex. <laughs> <laughs> Classic villains would have returned via hallucination. Joker, right? The original Batman series made a habit of hiring A-listers, uh, blah, blah, blah. We already know Nicholson and Schwarzenegger. A uh, big part of Unchained's plot would have found Bruce Wayne grappling with the psychological demons, especially coming to terms with the villains he killed. During the story, he would have been dosed with a large quantity of Scarecrow's fear toxin and hallucinated himself on trial with the Joker, Penguin, Catwoman, the Riddler, Two-Face, all present for the affair. Uh, it sounds like an epic scene. It probably would have been teased heavily in the marketing, but issues with cost and availability must have been an issue. Nicholson apparently had a sequel clause in his uh, original contract, but Jim Carrey is notoriously sequel shy, and Tommy Lee Jones would likely only have been tempted by a big check. Of course. But of another fucking chord scene, like, I don't want another chord scene. <laughs> like... That one in fucking forever where he's just sitting there, like in fucking broad daylight oh, in his uh-huh. suit. Like right. Walking. Yeah, he just jumps so out. Weird, yeah, like he, like, like he like he had a, yeah. like a quick change suit <sighs> so changer weird. underneath his seat. He had that Iron Man suit before Iron Man even but had that's it. That, uh, thing, Iron like, Man, uh, that I didn't even go case. as far as plausing that. I just thought that homeboy was in his rubber suit in the middle of fucking court just hanging out like like Batman used to do he's like the super friends. <laughs> yeah. I don't like this guy. He used to be my friend, but now he's not. <laughs> he's waiting to test. <laughs> but do you see, like, he's let, brooding I up gotta, in the rafters up top. Let's up watch that movie church. soon, because I, I remember that could be our uh, our uh, commentary. I remember watching it like not too long ago, and I think he had his arms crossed like this, just <laughs> watching. And that's what happened. I think like he just went, oh fuck, he's throwing chemicals, and that's when he took off. Like I could have swore that Wait, was what recess. Yeah, I did a. I need, I need a snack. snack. I need a snack. <laughs> I wonder if the. What? I wonder if it still has nachos in the back. Like that's so. I weird. really gotta be, Alfred. Alfred, I gotta be poison, poison. He's in the jury room. Like, look, we all know he's guilty, right? <laughs> I got shit to do. <laughs> the bad way it goes. I gotta go, guys. It's a hung jury. Son of a bitch. <laughs> it turns into that episode where Alfred turns into Batman. He keep him in the fucking suit. <laughs> Master. Oh, he's guilty, of course. Coolio was promised a scarecrow role. No. That's what it says. Coolio. Coolio. No. As you lying. remember in Batman and Robin. Remember? Yeah. For the bike? For the bike race. So they're saying that that would have been proto-Scarecrow? Uh, I haven't. There's no clear sign that Batman and Robin was made in the 90s in the novelty casting of Coolio, who appears as the leader of a motorcycle gang midway through. There's not much to the role, but according to the man himself, his part was due for major expansion in the next film. Ugh. That is according to him. Coolio has stated that his character was due to morph into the Scarecrow in the next installment, which is the only reason he accepted the role to begin with. This is obviously a major departure from the source material since Jonathan Crane has never been shown to have a motorcycle racing hobby outside the Arkham Asylum day job. Uh, Schumacher was never totally faithful to the comics during his tenure, so it's very possible that his casting choice was considered. Coolio himself has stated that he didn't get along with Schumacher during the filming of his cameos, so it's probably better all around. He's literally on set for five hours? Maybe he's like a Kilmer, dude. He just doesn't get along with directors, dude. That's why Coolio was never in anything. Maybe that's why he was only in the beginning of Keenan and Cal. 
Maybe he was like the dad at first, and you never knew. He could have been Cal's dad. Right, you never he knew, been dude. Cal's dad. Ah, here we go. Uh, Bruce Wayne would have been committed to Arkham. Okay. Scarecrow would have been apparently a personal beef with Bruce Wayne, which motivates his uh, quest for vengeance. Villain would have used his fear gas on Bruce to drive him insane, leads the defender of Gotham being locked up in Arkham Asylum during the story. Uh, Schumacher had felt he'd gone a little too fluffy with the series, so he wanted to bring a darker edge of the Tim Burton movies, which motivated the Arkham setting. Okay. During this time in the asylum, Bruce would have worked out his inner uh, innermost fears while the under uh, under the influence of the gas, which then would have led the, to the villain trial series. Sounds hmm. pretty cool. Uh, I think that Arkham said because then they could have incorporated the 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 Arkham Asylum story that somewhat fucking cool. into if, if into he would have hallucinated and that would have been it and he would have turned into like Morrison's Arkham Asylum that would have been amazing yeah. just to see that pitchfork yeah just drag across and that fucking pencil with the Joker see yeah. that would be fucking cool that and you don't even need cool. a show you can have like paid Nicholson a billion dollars to do a voiceover while like. He Batman picks up the phone and he's just like, "I'm gonna kill her." I have the pencil. You hear him sharpening the pencils like that is fucking maddening. That yeah, would be cool. that would be the, the Batman movie like <clears throat> everyone would talk about. Yeah, the concept inspired Batman Arkham Knight. Very true. Batman Arkham Knight. The yeah, the video game. Oh, okay. That's the one where. <clears throat> Remember no. Scarecrow. He goes into Arkham and Scarecrow gets him and fucking hits him with the gas and he's he he's then he's then he's like gassed up. Arkham Knight? And he's uh Or the Arkham Asylum game. Well it says Arkham Knight, but I guess it was like Arkham Asylum too. Because I remember Arkham Asylum. Remember when he gets gassed up? And yeah. Like, like Scarecrow's all big and uh-huh. you have to like fucking fight him while yeah. you're on the steps and shit. Uh-huh. Maybe huh. that's what I meant. That would have uh, been interesting. Schumacher's two Batman entries are far from beloved. Unused script. Unchained has since become a famous in fan circles. Uh, intriguing superhero movies. Uh, big influence. Features Scarecrow as main villain. They might mean Asylum. Because I don't remember him at night. I think he was. Yeah? I think he was. Uh, bat, uh, yeah, it says, when he threatens Gotham City with the new strain of fear gas, the entire population is evacuated, leaving Batman to face a full city of villains. Batman is also exposed to the toxin early in the story, which leads to vivid hallucinations of the deceased Joker. I, maybe I remember that? I don't know. I, I played all of them. I don't fucking hmm. remember them. They're all a blur to me. Uh, Courtney Love was up for Harley Quinn. We it's 90s, dude. Dude, she, yeah, she was on top of her got, game at the time. She got friggin' Kurt Cobain's blood on her hands. She yeah, had she, the, can... she had a, a Man on the Moon at that time. Uh, the, was that the uh, Jim Andy Carrey. Kaufman? Andy Carrey, yeah. Or Andy, Andy Kaufman. Carrey? Andy Carrey. <laughs> Jim Kaufman. Harry Carey here. <laughs> <laughs> Would you eat the moon wow. if it was made of cheese? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, blah, blah, blah. Running out of villains. The role was officially never cast, but it appears that Courtney Love was the main contender. Musician actively pursued the role while the film was being developed and even met with screenwriters about it. Uh, Plan to make Harley sympathetic and someone who was more confused than truly villainous. Uh, apparently, Madonna was also considered for the role. Bah. Hallucination Trial was inspired by Batman the Animated Series. Remember that? When that was oh, all uh-huh. a dream and they captured him? Yeah. Makes sense. Harvey. Batman and Robin split up during the story. Like they break up. Yeah, They're featured several anymore. arguments between the Cape Crusader and the Boy Wonder, with the latter angry, uh, being his mentor Shadow, feeling he doesn't get enough respect. Uh, Makes Robin come off like a mopey teenager. Yeah, Bruce. Hey, Bruce. 
Well, I'm hey, Bruce. Batman. Yeah. Fuck you, Bruce. I'm mad Can about Can I come you. out of the nest today? Their difference would have come to a head in a chain. Causing... Robin breaks away on his own. Uh, uh, becomes Nightwing? Uh, maybe. I'm sure. After this, Bruce Bruce would have been sent to Arkham, exposed to the fear toxin. Boy Wonder would have returned to help the villain fight the villains during the climax. Chris O'Donnell was signed to reappear, though the studio apparently considered introducing the character of Tim Drake as a replacement so that O'Connell could pursue a Dick Grayson solo movie. While the two splitting up their partnerships makes sense for the plot, another movie where the two are having tedious fights doesn't sound like much fun either. No, Batgirl was not included in the script. Good. Uh, fan reaction to Alicia Silverstone was quite negative, uh, criticizing her performance. Bruce, it's Bruce, it's me, Barbara. Remember that? <laughs> She's like, "Who are you?" It's like, "Fuck you, you're <laughs> Batman." Like, you know who this fucking chick is, dude. Like, she has a domino it's, mask it's, on. It's, it's the the mask, it's Bruce. It's me, Barbara. <laughs> Sue me up, Uncle Alfred. <laughs> Fuck you, he's not real. God damn it. Uh, Silverstone's defense, it would have been hard for any actress to salvage a great performance from that script. Very true. Uh, uh-huh. very true. Uh, George Clooney himself has stated it was difficult to be, uh, it was a difficult film to good, uh, to be good in. Despite Batman and Robin suggesting that Batgirl would be joining the dynamic duo and, uh, she's a noticeably absent is known why she was excluded, but first draft was already loaded with characters. Uh, yeah, just said that's what it was. Uh, first draft was 150 pages. So about an hour, almost what, an Two, over two hours film. Says average Hollywood script comes in between 110 and 120. Uh, initial reaction was to phone the writer to tell him he'd written the most expensive movie in history and that was a rewrite was needed to refine things. The mo- uh, instant negative reaction uh, applied the brakes, stalling 1990 release date, uh, parting ways with the franchise. George Clooney vowed not to return. As God is my witness. He was still best known for TV actor. He was branching out movies, uh, blah, blah, blah. Actor was soon approached, which felt like great casting. Actor has since made no secret of the embarrassment. Uh, made no mention of the uncomfortable script. Terrible, blah, blah, blah. Despite being signed on for further movies, Clooney vowed never to play the role again. Following the response to the film, which is said to be another reason the chain was soon abandoned. Four different actors in four, uh, in four movies playing the same role, all within the span of a single decade. It would have been a tough pill to swallow for fans. Alternative script featuring the Man Bat. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. Uh, same thing, Arkham, Dr. Uh, Kirk Langstrom make See, his debut. If, bo- if Langstrom and Crane teamed up, I think that would have been right. Oh, yeah. Two, two fucking scientists uh, up into it, yeah. Uh, Joel Schumacher's Batman films may have been infamous for campy tone, but he wanted redemption. Never got it. Batman Returns borrowed the ending uh, to Unchained. So I guess that's how it happened. Like he, what is that? Uh, Batman. <laughs> this includes the aforementioned Batcave sequence, which was originally ending to Batman Unchained. Having beaten the villains and conquered most of his inner demons, Bruce would have traveled to. Uh, Bali to face one last fear. Reportedly, out hero have crossed a bat cave. Upon entering, they would have quickly swarmed him. Uh, would have stood there embracing his fear. Would have been a poetic note to an end. Blah blah blah. Okay. Uh, Nick Cage was the first choice for Scarecrow. Oh, that would have been so awesome. Oh, here, Batman. Oh. I'm more of an asylum protector. Oh, I'm more of a Superman. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Fuck that it would have sucked, dude. No way, yes, dude. 
Dude, Connor. <laughs> that's why. Connor? That's why. You've got the fear that the, the toxin that's affected him so much that now he 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 can chew the scenery and overact and it <laughs> falls in line with the character. Oh. It's it's <laughs> I'm a cat. I'm a cat. It's like uh, oh. but it's like okay, so you get you get this Joker performance. Yeah. Then you get Tommy Lee Jones yeah. and Jim Carrey trying to do another Joker. Yes. You get... Uh, <laughs> you get the fucking biggest one of all. You get the biggest one who's yeah. going to top all three of them. He who's going to be Joker without being the Joker. He would have been got so bad, though. It, it just doesn't go like that, does See? it? Oh, See? it's so bad, See? though. No, he's bad. And then, he, and then he blasts him in the face with a fear toxin. <sighs> How's that feel, huh? <laughs> if there was a scene where he was just like the gas was just, you know, he was embracing it and like uh-huh. he was let it out on him. And there's that part in Con Air where he's just feeling the breeze in his hair. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that scene. Oh, man. Oh, I was scared. Well, speaking of bad Batman. Yes. Stuff, did you see the trailer for the Gotham season four? What did you think about it? it I stopped watching the show last season. I watch it. That's how bad it, it's been. I watch it off of Cinema Blend. So okay. I won't watch any of it until Cinema Blend goes, guess what Gotham did? They introduced this yeah. guy. And then I'll watch it and be like, oh, fuck yeah, that's cool. And it sucks too because it's so sad that I can fucking pop in at that show at any time and I know exactly what's happening. Uh, that's terrible. Like it's so, it's just, I don't know just, who the fuck is still like, it has to be kids at this point. I have no idea. But just the fact. That you've got uh, maybe a fifteen-year-old Bruce Wayne. Yeah, we'll give him. We'll give him sixteen. And he's training already to be Batman. And he's training already. He's already got a suit. Yeah. It's ra- they're, it they're, just they're in trouble. Make sense. They're in trouble. That That's I mean, is. for me, that that shows jump the shark like so long ago. Yeah. Well, because it's like you had they they had that Smallville. Uh, claws in it where it was like no capes but uh, you know but there let's, were, let's dress them up in a hood and well i mean that was the whole thing about smallville well smallville had i guess amazing riders where they didn't need to do that and they didn't do that until the last fucking season of yeah it, where they were like fuck it do whatever you want justice society all the other shit that came with it you know that's what happened this was just like they're in danger from the first season you know okay like, i can't think of a better you know, like that first episode wasn't it, bad. Well, the, the, I, for me, I think the shows. Uh, I mean, the first season it wasn't like anything crazy, but it's it was a decent show to where it had it me, got you excited. It about had me stick around yeah. for the next season. The Joker thing was like, oh shit, yeah. Okay, the Jerome, cool. like okay, yeah, and it, it was like different little things here and there. But now it's just kind of like I don't get where they're going with it. It's just kind of like it, it, they do this thing of like, oh no, more robbers mm-hmm. are hitting you know this town. I don't know. I don't know how fucking Gordon still has his job, and he I don't know how. Well. But I don't know how he's going to go back to the person that we all know. Right, that's the thing. He's, he's, he's seen like, so much. He's been so much. I guess he's killed people. He's done some shit where it's just kind of like he's lost his fucking mind over things. You know, he's he's been yeah. rogue. He's done all this shit that's like most people will tell you you can't come back from. But at the same time, too, it's like. I get where there's this redemption story that, you know, he's going to be this perfect lieutenant after commissioner, but I don't see it. Like, I don't see this, this commissioner Gordon being that, like, I just see him lost. Like uh, this whole show's lost. 
Yeah. It's just, it does nothing for me. Like, I'll watch it and I'll be like, oh, cool, the Red Hood gang's in it and this is great. But it doesn't do anything for me. It's like, I get to see the costumes. I go, huh, that's fucking cool. This is on TV. Good for them. But I get nothing excited from it. Like, Mr. Freeze is on it and I should be fucking ecstatic about it. And I just don't care. I don't give a shit about it. Like, that's what sucks. That tease about Harley Quinn, like, you know, her being Harley Quinn, that was kind of cool. And it was just kind of like, that didn't fucking play out. But then it's like, no. Or I think her even being the Joker. Yeah. Well, like that the proto Joker. They were now. trying to do what what Arrow did in that first season, where you didn't, or they were doing for a while, where you didn't know who Speedy was, mm-hmm. and they would give you that tease of like, uh, he might he might be Speedy or she might be Speedy. Yeah. You don't fucking know who Speedy is, and then finally it's like you get it. Right. But they give you that, you know, and mm-hmm. then they don't do like this whole thing of like, yeah, she might be Harley Quinn, she might be the Joker, you know, fucking no, yeah. and then they don't pay it off. This, she turns out to be nobody. That's the worst. Yeah. That's what I can't fucking get over. It's just like just and it, it really follows that rule of twenty one, or it's like seven really good episodes, seven fucking dog shit ones, and seven whatever ones. It, right. It's it's standard format TV, which just doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't go anywhere, which sucks because I was hopeful for it. Like it, I should be excited about it because it is Gotham and it's everything that I wanted, you know. But like, it makes no sense. Yeah, it, it's not going anywhere. Like they yeah. should scrap it, go straight for a Legends of the Dark Knight. TV show, like just fucking do it. Like each episode is a different Batman. Or adventure. use or use the Titan show that they're doing to kind of incorporate Batman, and it's like an established Batman that can help mentor Robin. Yeah, or, build you know, build that universe that you could do on that. And I know like there's a bunch of probably like licenses, licensing ties and stuff like that that they can't really talk about or they can't really get behind just because like Justice League and all that. But in a world where there's two flashes. Come yeah. on, dude. You can do it. And especially... Superman. Well, they were talking about... Yeah. And they were t- and that guy's cool. I like him in Supergirl. Yeah. Like, he's good. But you can... I think they were talking about that. Where, like, you can do an actor each episode for Legends of the Dark Knight. There's so many fucking comics and different mm-hmm. stories that you can do where it's like... Yeah. You don't need to make it a TV show. Make it a series. Like, Tales from the Crypt. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, different fucking stories that happen. Make it a little mini-series. Or yeah. Whatever. You know? You can do... That'd be cool. You can do the cults. You can do, like, all these great Legends of the Dark Knight, um, you know, stories that came out of these books. Like, you can fucking totally do it. You can make... Pick a different Batman. Yeah. Each one. Each one you can play a different Batman. Noir Batman. Gotham Mm -hmm. by Gaslight Batman. Like, whatever you want to do. Like, there's... There are people that will watch it, but, like, you need to be smart about what you do. And it's just, like, they don't... It seems like they don't fucking care. Like, there's a lot of networks right now that are just kind of like, well, we want to do the superhero thing, but... We don't know how to go about it, and this is how we're going to do it. And it's kind of like, well, at least these shows are okay. They'll still watch it. And it's yeah. kind of like, oh, I got them because they said that. Like, look at Heroes. That last season was terrible. <laughs> I didn't even watch the, 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 the reboot re- one. Oh, yeah. I yeah, didn't even watch like, that one. That oh, was supposed to be the, like, oh, superheroes are back again. Back. This is the one that brought everyone to it, you know? And it just was fucking terrible, so. I don't want to end that on a bad note. So what do you what do you want to end it with? <sighs> So one thing I was thinking of doing, yes, folks, chime in. You know, hopefully you're 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 you've, you're with us still. We're almost two hours in. We got some weird beeping outside. Um, one thing I was thinking of doing. Give me your thoughts. I was gonna go down to my local uh, Seven uh, Eleven, see if they have a map. On this map. I was going to try and navigate my way to where we find Yuli. 
Now bear with me. <laughs> bear with me. There's a GPS tracking system located on this compass that I have here. Zeke, you can you can attest to this, this yes. compass. Play, finding him and placing it on his persons somehow. And then over time tracking his habits, where he eats, where he sleeps, where he mates, if need be. And and uh, and and finding him to see, hey, little guy, hey, buddy, come on, come on down, come on down the wagon wheel, come on down and uh, and uh, partake in the fruits of of our labor. Are you talking to me? <laughs> no, I'm waiting for the the listeners to, uh, to give me their thoughts. Okay. So I'll wait as this ends, uh, and we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll go from there, folks. But yeah, uh, hashtag where's Yuli? Hashtag where's Yuli? You want to promote anything, Zeke? No. You been recording with your group again? Uh, right now, no. We're kind of like doing things here and there but we're trying to record and do things but life gets in the way you know everyone's yeah. getting older everyone's got obviously priorities, including myself yeah obviously so. kids yeah. yeah oh yeah that's a big one family so, yeah but uh we're, we're gonna try to make this a regular thing folks i know i said that last episode and that was two months ago but uh we're gonna try and make this a regular thing not a once a once once a quarter thing so uh stay tuned stay tuned Check out uh, Zeke at My Name Is Really Zeke. He get a haircut. Yes. Uh, listen to his band Bohunks. Thank you. Uh, check out my art page. I underscore Drew underscore Andrew. Got some art. Buy stuff. Help a brother out. We got uh, cards. You like cards? I'll make you a deck of playing cards. Um, Facebook Art of Drew Lopez. And check out our. Mother, father pod, mother podcast, the one who hosts us. Yes, back issues comic book podcast. The Chris, right? Chris yes. Chaze, brother to JC Chaze. <laughs> Is of, that really his brother? Sink. That'd be fucking. No, cool. it's not his brother. It's his. It's his distant cousin, twice removed on his dad's side. Oh, cool. Uh, JC Chaze, who does you break you or. <laughs> You who, does, you who does a Back Issues comic podcast? J.C. Chazé with uh, with uh, Anthony Mullen or Joy Fatone and uh, Brandon Fuller. Um, some people consider him the Lance Bass. I give him more credit, and I consider him the uh, the uh, the Justin Timberlake, the J.T. or the Chris, whatever you want to call him. But yeah, check them out. They're the uh, Back Issues, Copy Podcast, the radio network, BICBP Radio. Um, without further ado, <laughs> hashtag was your lead.